Is that what it is? Yeah. Miguel, bitch, we finally got you back in the building, way. And on my birthday. Happy birthday, bitch. Happy birthday. <laughs> fuck your birthday, you. right? <laughs> yeah, wait, we're getting fucking... Wow, hey, you guys what? were gonna fucking... fucking I thought I was. I know. You, you picked it fucking up, so I jackass. <laughs> You fucking jackass. <laughs> you know, you know what? You you know, <laughs> it was so funny because Miguel was like this. Oh, shit. That's not the cool <laughs> shit. <laughs> he tried to be played off like cool It's shit. courtesy, way. Like, I can't drink a, if... Like, I work... Now you two fucking I can't, that. I can't drink a beer until the other guys that I'm with, you know, say cheers. I'm waiting on them. And they 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 open theirs and then they start drinking. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? I'm like, you're supposed to say cheers first. Like, oh, you yeah, know who does it? For sure, Mexicans. Now look at you and you know who does that? Dirty Sanchez all the time. Every time we drink... He'll go, he'll fucking bring these. We gotta like, bring Dirty Sanchez to the podcast. Oh, we gotta bring Dirty Sanchez to the podcast. Yeah, I have a podcast with the Dirty Sanchez. You're gonna have a hard time with that one. I know. He's married. Oh, shit, he is married. Yeah, everybody's married, bro. Everybody except for me. Me? Yeah, you're married. Yeah, you're married. Nigga, you've been married about three separate times already, Wade. Because you had a lot of divorces, bro. <laughs> 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 Costly <laughs> divorces. Dude, what's your, your, what's, what's your, like, your last, last, like, real relationship? My last real relationship. And I'm not talking about Isidro or men. Maybe like five years ago. How old are you right now? Oh, Today. actually, the girl that I went to the World Series with. Oh, with, that one was serious. Eh? I was with her for a little bit over a year. How much were those tickets? A couple of racks? We got them cheap, way. We got them for 920 bucks. You guys paid the cost? Yeah, of course. Hell, I'm not going <laughs> to fucking... Shit, that's We got him during the third inning on Vivid Seats. Because you drove up to Cleveland, right? Yeah, so what happened was the night before, I was at a bar with Marco and his friends. And when they won... If you don't know, Marco is fucking cousin, another oh, yeah. cousin fan. My bad, my cousin. Oh, dude, look at this shit. So then... uh, Both Green Bay Packers fan. What? A I'm a Packer fan because of him, actually. Uh, <laughs> so then... At that night, everybody was like, oh, we're we're going to go to Wrigleyville. So then I, I hit up my girl, and I'm like, hey, we're going to Wrigleyville. It was like $700 to reserve a table. And she's Damn, like, to see the, the game? In Wrigleyville. In to Wrigleyville? To reserve a table. Yeah, bitch. Fuck so, that. Hey, you gotta, <laughs> they were making their money. Yeah, of course, well, bitch. It wasn't a lifetime thing. <laughs> so then I, I told my girl about that, and she was like, well, if you're going to pay that much, why don't you just, we just go to Cleveland? So then I told Marco, and... And he told his friends, and he was like, yeah, we're going to go. So yeah, then the next out. day. You didn't tell her. I never heard nobody go to Cleveland on vacation. You like Cleveland? The little joke. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So then the next day in the morning, I hit up Marco and everybody else, and everybody backed out. And I was like, fuck, I'm not backing out, you know? So when we leave, and we get there, and she was like, hold on, don't get the tickets now. The tickets were like a thousand, a little bit over a thousand. And she's like, they're going to go cheap during, as soon as the game starts. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I'm like, what the fuck are we here for? Oh, bro, I don't like, we're here That's to watch a, the game. Yeah. So then we went in between like the, the basketball stadium, the the queue, and the Cleveland stadium. And they had like this huge screen. That's how you know Cleveland sucks. They, the stadiums are right next to each other. Literally right next to each other. And then they had like this huge screen in between them. And there might have been like at least a thousand people in between there, right? 
watching the game on this like uh, on the projector. And I forgot who hit Dexter Fowler hit the home run, and then right after that, I want to say Javi hit one. And then uh, it was like the third inning, and I'm like, "What the fuck are we doing out here?" And she's like, "No, they're gonna go down." I was like, "Fuck that!" I'm like, "I didn't drive six hours to come fucking watch it on a projector with these fucking bums." <laughs> I'm like, "How much are the tickets right now?" She's like, "They're like 920." I'm like, "Well, fuck it." I'm like, "We're gonna get these tickets." They're like, "For real?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're gonna get these fucking tickets. We're gonna get them now." So then we got them. We rush in right in the fourth inning, and I'm feeling good, bro. I'm like, holy shit. So wait, originally the tickets were $1,000, right? We only saved 80 bucks. What the fuck? fuck? I just got them right away. We made the mistake, though, that like the person we sat next to was the, the guy that was reselling them, and uh, we should have asked him for the hard copies. Yeah. Was he there by himself? He was there with... Uh, uh, I think like another friend, but he said that he their season ticket holders they had four tickets, oh, and his okay. mom his mom resold the tickets for him. I don't know how much he came up. I didn't even ask him if he made it like a bro, decent amount. Bro, next time you tell somebody that you fucking save yourself eighty dollars, it was not there to miss the fucking, fucking first, first pitch of the World Series. He in the fucking the, the Star Spangled Banner. We for missed. eighty freaking dollars, Miguel. Really? We missed. You're that. you're already in the grand. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? I was already Miguel. in the ground. I know. We missed uh, Fowler's like first at bat home run. We missed a lot of shit, man. The worst fucking feeling of my life was when Raja hit that home run. No, but look at oh my that God. World Series. I remember, right? Because I remember I called you. I didn't fuck. You're like, I'm in Cleveland right here in the stadium. I'm like, I thought you get were the fuck out of here. And you're like, dude, I am. I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. I didn't believe you that whole day until at the end of the game, after the game was ending. But was that the game where... The, Cleveland almost came back in the last inning. Or no, no? They, they tied it. They, they tied it. They they, I, I, I kid you not. That had to be like I fucking hate the Cubs, but that has to be something special to win as a uh, game. Se- it was game seven, right? It, it was game seven. Game it seven World game, Series. Like they, remember, it's the Carmen De Falco. And yeah. They, and remember, he he went fucking viral because as soon as they hit the home and they tied, he was like this. <gasps> like here we go. Was it Carmen or was it Sylvie? No, it was Carmen De Falco. No, now, no. It was just the way they... Because Sylvie's a cub one. No, 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 no. Is no, no. It's the basketball, the Bulls guy that they, they everybody hit, that the Bulls fucking hate. Yeah, it's Carmen DeFalco, no? Which is the beat writer that the Bulls antes? Ya no, way. Oh, and Nick Friedle. Nick Friedle. Nick Friedle. Yeah. yeah, he was like this, and then he went viral because look at Nick, look at yeah. Nick. And he went, when they hit the... They were like, he was like... I sat oh. right by them, you know that? Yeah. I sat third base uh, foul line, like literally yeah. like... It was just me, the fence, and the field. Yeah, I remember because the next day, yeah, that was real good ticket. That was yeah. that we're all talking about. You saw his face, and you could even yeah. uh, search it up. He looked like he wanted to cry, oh, bro. Man, dude, like, now look at for to get for to pay like nine hundred or something. What you did? You pay like a thousand with tax? No, I, mean, I, I don't know. It was right around like, there. Damn, to get that type of ticket for nine hundred bucks in Game Seven World Series—that's insane, bro. Yeah. When they say it's a thousand dollars, I literally Tony has given like ten thousand dollars in like two years span in fucking Chicago parking tickets. Oh yeah, true. So why, I don't know why people act so cheap. Like Tony gives away I hate, money. I no, hate. well, I was talking to Miguel. I was talking shit to Miguel because he <laughs> met this girl three days ago. Yeah. No, that's the girl. He could have fucking <laughs> took it me. That's, yeah. the, that's the girl I met in Dallas. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm that's just kidding. fucked Oh, it Miguel. was, right? That was the girl I met in Dallas. I give it to Miguel. But thought, he could have still took it fucking me. I felt like it was meant to be, but... She, I would have put <laughs> 500 at least in, in it. 
wear a fucking Cleveland up. jersey? I'm not gonna. You know what? I'm not gonna forgive you for this one. But uh, don't <laughs> tell me your heart didn't sink when they when that shit happened. That home run. It did. I'm telling you, I that. It was like I, it was one of the worst feelings of my life because I was like, "Holy shit! Did I really just drive out here to fucking witness them lose?" <laughs> I honestly. But when they won, what was crazy was when they won. We immediately we started running towards uh, home plate because we we're like, "Oh, this is where they're gonna be celebrating." Uh-huh. So we started running towards that place, but I didn't even I didn't have like, "Oh, I'm gonna cry," or "Oh my god, this is the greatest like moment of my life," dude. I just felt like relief. I cried when they won the the pennant. Remember, I think that's I, a fucking lie. I think you're I, a fucking lie because I called you when you won the, when you guys won, and you were crying on the phone. That's what I'm saying. I cried when they won the pennant. No, you cried in the World Series. No, I didn't cry. You, World yes, Series? you did because I called you and then I called Sergio. No, that was during the pennant way. No hell, no. that was during the pennant. The girl was like this, dude. I can't believe this. I'm no, like, no, I remember bitch. that was during the. Pennant. Now he don't even like the Cubs. No, I like when them, the Sox it's not won the, the same pennant. Anymore. They won. I, I witnessed them win. When, when the Sox won the pennant, we won the World Series. We're like, all right, cool. Let's go murk somebody. That's how we acted. We. Dude, you were like six. Dude, I was on 35th. Me and Puerto were on 35th. Were you? I fucking... That day... Dude, I so, couldn't believe it. So you had already had that plan trap. It wasn't not like a fucking whatever. Like, oh, it shit, let's a, just go. It, no, it was a whatever thing. It was... I no, but you planned it with your cousins. No, you no, saw... it was on spot on the dot when no, they were watching the, the game the night six. before. Because the night before was game six. Yeah. And it was like midnight, and we're like, we're all going to go. Six it's like everybody else They're drunk Eh yeah. we're going And then real life kicks in Nah I can't go bro I was like fuck it I'm not gonna miss this one I'm that type of motherfucker Like that bro It's like I literally like Every time the Packers Have made it to the conference I'm like If they make it to the Super Bowl I'm going They fucking fail me every year <laughs> It's like it's, it's like I told you Cuando you didn't go to Fucking Vegas Con nosotros Para la Canelo fight I told, he I did. told, oh yeah, no, he did. No, t- yeah, he did. No, you no, know, not, not he said, one. nah, fuck, I ain't paying. What we paid? It was cheap. It was like five, almost seven hundred dollars. Dude, my whole, remember, my whole trip was covered by the flight attendant not letting me American back in my flight, Arena. and they cut us a check, pay for the whole trip. Yeah, Damn. literally, pay the full whole trip. Le dije, I le wanted to go away, but I mean, dude, that, that, I was pretty upset with you that day. Yeah. I never told you. You know why? That was when I was going through a ship change at the other job. That's why. Look, well, I don't care about that. You were I care supposed about our friendship. You were supposed to be there. This is how me and Tony felt. You're the only one that we really talk about UFC, fight, boxing, and everything, right? Right. We took two of the Zunigas. They did not know dick about boxing. <laughs> we went to the boxing list, but we went to the Mayweather thing. Every time we say fucking Miguel. Yeah, but they're fun to get drunk with. Nah, I have fun with Sergio. <laughs> I was gonna Just say that. I party with Sergio all day. Bro. I was gonna say Sergio's fun to get drunk. I'm gonna be honest. Nah, with, I'm gonna be honest. When we do trips. It's got to be me, you, Sergio. Pancho, Pancho has to take Cedro because Pancho and Cedro are just two boring motherfuckers that no, just like no, to no, walk no, around. No, no. Listen, no, no, no. that's for sure. At least with Sergio, you know for a fact you're going to get drunk with you're him. You're going to have some fun. You're going to have some fun with him. <laughs> tell me this because Pancho, like, I don't go over there. I'm like, but I like, like, I go to Vegas. What do you expect to do in Vegas? To get fucked up. Exactly. And we fucked up. But we did. We do, yeah. a, we do but, appreciate having a Pancho in the group. Well, we yeah, do. and when we they fuck up. And wait, how you think we're gonna do this shit? What you mean we? What we fuck up? We fit. Let us see. We what? We what, motherfucker? And Lolo llega and he goes, nah, wait. Fuck that. You know? Yo, pues, yo, yo so de. I swear, if Pancho wasn't there in Dallas way the night of the fight, I don't know what the fuck would happen. I was drunk. I was drunk too. <laughs> I could barely even how walk. How we don't fucking plan a trip to Vegas this summer? I don't like going to Vegas. Well, I, well I'm told Pancho, March? March heading to no. California. Wait. Hey, wait. You're going to California? Hey, wait. 
Yeah, where? Eleven. I don't fucking know. I'm just going to fucking TikTok around. I told him already. <laughs> I told him already. If we ever go to any fucking place with all the guys, I'm getting my own, my own fucking room. See, you know, este Sergio, wey. Escupe toda la. Este wey escupió toda la bed, wey. Oh, fuck? Fucking I Sergio, wey. I spit for some Sergio reason. almost was shitting on the bed and throwing up at the same time, wey. <laughs> I swear to God. I grabbed the shit, dude. I grabbed my fucking covers and I went and slipped on the floor. <laughs> Sergio se volteó así, wey. <laughs> y lo, y dos, I was like, Tony? Spitting in the bed, bro. <laughs> And then they're, hey, they don't want you to say nothing, way. No, you know what's crazy? Because I did. I did. When I get drunk, dude, I don't know why. When I get drunk, I start spitting, wait. Right? I don't know why. Do you want to like, sleep next to that shit? I feel like by me spitting. It's like a fucking cow. <laughs> I feel like me spitting gets rid of my drunkness. Pancho, I remember. That's me, Sergio me, was like shitting and throwing up on the bed. I was spitting. Pancho got so pissed. He ended up the whole, like the next four days in Vegas. In the little corner in the hotel room by himself. He didn't want to touch anything with Jesus Christ. Pero, Miguel, if you would have seen these two dumbasses, bro, it was fucking disgusting, way. Oh, no, I bet. No, it, was, it, been around, it, it wasn't worse than you in Dallas, right? It was about the same, right? No, it was those three. In the, in the, in the, in the, me, you Miguel and, was spilling his whole margarita on his fucking $1,000 suit. Oh, no, way. pero esa vez it was those three. A toda madre, way. Si o no, way. That it, was but, a, but I'm clean in the hotel room, way. Yeah. I'm clean. Yeah. Let me tell you. Use fucking animals, bro. Animals. That's why I told him next time, bro. These think I'm a party pooper, whatever, dog. Y'all take y'all room. I'll take my fucking room. Because fuck that shit, dog. Hell no. Dude, you know what's so crazy? It's like you get that fucked up and throw up and all that shit. Anyway, and you, and you still want to about- do it again. You still want to do it again. I mean, wait, not that way. Yo soy una persona like I like to go in the boxing match. I like doing all that shit. But the drinking, yeah, no way. It's like it is. like Tony. That's why I, I don't. I don't think I enjoy the whole thing about Vegas, because I didn't want to drink, bro. Man. I'm lately, bro. Since I was like almost, I want to say twenty five. Drinking is nothing, y'all, yeah, to me. Like, nah, I'm good. In a special yeah, occasion, I, I will wish, get fucked up. I wish I could say that, man. When the when we changed the year, obviously this year, uh-huh. I said I was gonna give up alcohol for like three months, and I've been on a bender ever since. Now, Every like, day, oh, almost drinking. Now, Pancho, Pancho's not cut off for Vegas. Yeah, I don't Pancho's like cut off for like North Dakota or Idaho. Way. I, I will enjoy that. Pancho, like, want to go? He should go to Idaho. Go fucking look at the potatoes growing. Well, maybe shit now, like that. I mean, don't they got these fucking Pokemon and dolls over there in but Vegas? Probably that. I'm actually trying to. Me and Ciro trying to go to Seattle. Hey, but Is that like ba- the big place. Yeah, there? that's the Funko big thing. Oh. Back to the. So when you when when they won the World Series and shit, you got you just drove straight back home when the Cubs won. Man, dude, I wanted to stay at a fucking hotel because I was fucking wasted. I was obviously wasted, man. I was. How long was it? How how far is the drive? For, it's about clean? a six, six and a half hours. hour drive, six hour drive. You drove back that same night. So this is what happened. We stayed as soon as the game ended. We stayed there for like the interviews, and they were doing like. Uh, Pretty much just the interviews, right? The, the post-ceremony. Uh, and then they started kicking us out. It was like 2 in the morning. And the rain was coming down hard by then. And I told her, I was like, hey, we got to get a, uh, a hotel. And, and she's like, no, you know, I, I got to go home early, this and that, whatever. I'm like, fuck. 
I was like, all right. So I started driving. She thought probably this motherfucker would think, oh, think he's going to get some pote. And this motherfucker, <laughs> you ain't getting none of that shit. You said, bitch, you ain't getting no. none of this shit. So then I started driving. You paid $1,000 and I didn't get no pote. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I, I drove for like about 30 minutes. And then I pulled over to this uh, one of those rest areas. And I knocked out right there. And I'm like, I'm like, look, this is where we're going to sleep. And that's it. <laughs> Fuck it. We slept maybe for like three hours. And then I started driving right away back home. So we got here like a... We might have left Cleveland like a two. Got back here like around noon. I think it was. Rested and then the next day was a parade. The Friday. You went to the parade? Yeah, I was there. I remember when... And you know, hey, that day? So we went to the parade, right? That day? Uh, In the evening... We went to the Bulls game. It was uh, D Rose and Joaquin Noah's first game back as Knicks when they played oh, the yeah? Bulls. And I was, because I had got the tickets like two weeks ahead of time, right? I'm like, I'm not missing D Rose's first game back. We go. Obviously, we're we're drunk from the fucking parade. And I was fucking. I I thought I was gonna get into like a lot of fights at this fucking at the stadium, man, because. <laughs> You know how much D Rose means to fucking to me. It means a lot to well, me. Well, to us, right? First of all, Pancho, pull out that bobblehead, though. Look at it. Does that look like no, D Rose to you? No. That does not look like D Rose. I don't. Joaquin got two different eyes, bro. He looks like somebody from The Temptations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told Tony that. Hey, does this guy look like D Rose? I'm gonna tell the fucking United Center. Well, anyways, yeah. we're at, we're at the fucking UC, and they they announced D Rose. They do the video for Joakim and everything, right? Everybody's like, yeah, Joakim. Obviously, how, how can you hate Joakim, right? Joakim he was a fucking heart. The greatest he was a fucking center heart. the Chicago Bulls exactly. have ever seen. And then they do the one for D-Rose. Both of them I wanted to cry with. When and, he got and, traded, bro, I was at work, bro. Kurt told me, bro. I, almost went, I left all the way to the back. Hey, I remember I almost traded. cried, bro. I know. I almost cried. That was a fucking championship that left. Shh. That would have been a few. Fucking D-Way. So then... They do the video, and these motherfuckers are booing. Yeah, I hated that shit. They were booing way, and I was like, "You motherfuckers, ungrateful motherfuckers, <laughs> dude!" I was, I was, I mean, obviously, I was drunk, and I started, you know, mother effing all these people. And my girl was like, "Oh, like chill. What is, what's wrong with you?" I'm like, "No, I'm like, why are they booing this man?" And at that time, I had Facebook, and I was putting, you know, statuses up that I was there, <laughs> and then some of my coworkers. They were like, oh, you know, calling him a piece of sh- piece of shit, and like he stole money from Chicago. I'm like, what the fuck, fuck bro? These, I'm, I swear to God, man, everybody like for some reason they hated him so much for like going through injuries and and sitting out during like the playoffs after he had missed the season. What the right? fuck you want him to do? But he they, exactly. I, honestly, honestly, they were more mad because he was getting hurt a lot. But uh, it just, I told him, I'm like, you guys are fucking like you act like this motherfucker wants to go out there and get no, hurt. Right? He, exactly. Come on, bro. Exactly. And look at remember the year he set out the whole year after he tore his ACL originally. Yeah. I don't mind that because I wanted to get D Rose back. Uh, I didn't give a fuck if he came back that and season. And what happened when he came back? He he only played like what like twelve games. Twelve games. Yeah. And then that Portland game was when he tore his meniscus. It's yeah. just a freak freak injuries, bro. Right. And I was like, holy <sighs> shit. I'm like. I, dude, I was so fucking pissed when they were booing. I'm like, oh my god, my girl's like, what is wrong? With you? I'm like, it's because you don't understand. I'm like, I'm like, maybe because I've been following this guy. I was like, we were what, what sophomores when he got yeah. drafted. He got drafted what? 08? 07, 08? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, I I feel like I grew up with this fucking guy. 
who represents the not only the fucking team but he represents the city. Well, I, I tell you what, it. but now like that, all that went away. Now, I t- well, yeah, after a while it goes away. Yeah, all, but all that still hurts. There was heart, about bro. three years after he left the. Well, no, when he was still on the Bulls, that like the last two years they, like they were booing the, the fuck out of him. Yeah. They they hated that motherfucking. Well, I want to say hate's a strong word, but they were booing him every day in the Bulls games. And then he got traded. They were booing. Now, like the last two years, I see the change that people now accept. It. You know why? Because I I feel people now relate to him to go like. Look what this guy did and battled through everything. No yeah. matter, he was charged so much, and he's still out there. I think thirteen, what thirteen years in the league now. People thought he was gonna 13. be gone after his injuries. I, I, that last year though, that last year, remember that last year was when we played um, Cleveland and we went up two one in the in the semis, and he hit that game winner. Yeah, Oof. yeah. Remember, I th- I still think he was loved that year. I mean, he was kind of hated though. No, I, he that was when it was starting to turn I, to hate. Now, I, no, I, that yeah. year was the last. Year I he, think more. Was the front office with his brother, and and I think also people were fucking mad at the front office, and, and it, yeah, it was all between all that shit, and it trickled down. I think they got more mad because they they, they wanted D Rose to come out and say something, and that's not not his character, bro. But, and I think for that's why you know I don't yeah. think they really hated D Rose. I just think it was more the Reggie, the Bulls front BJ, and sometimes I do feel like I told Tony. I feel more BJ was out for fucking vengeance because he never got that job. He even said it. He believed he deserved it over John Paxson. No, well, you know, he, yeah. wanted, he wanted to be. He uh, wanted to be GM, and that's yeah. why he, everybody knows he got past president, right? Yeah, president bias, whatever the fuck you. And they passed over him because they were everybody thought it was going to be BJ. BJ was longer with the Bulls than John Paxson. You know, and they thought it was going to be BJ, and they gave it to John Paxson. After that, he didn't want to work with the Bulls. I I never thought Paxson did that bad of a job, though. No, he did a decent job. It just, after a while, after, like, what? After the the D-Rose era? Look at after the D-Rose was gone, he always had good teams, solid teams. But there's a point where it goes, okay, bro. No. You can't just have a solid team for 20 years. No, you saw what he said? Like, you have to win championships. You have to go to the playoffs. Because literally, if D-Rose had never gotten injured... Championship. How good? How good no. were Paxson? No, no, dude. Joakim Noah, his okay, recent wait. interview. Yeah. Let me just say that Joakim Noah in his recent interview, he said we're gonna get one. That year, the year that he got, I'm like, we 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 were gonna get it. They were. They were gonna get it. No, I guarantee it. Vite lo que dijo. Dijo this is the two things that killed uh, John Paxson, and he's they came from his mouth. Even Kaplan said it from the fucking W. Is that WGN or where he yeah. does it show or fucking Comcast? Comcast. He even said it. You heard what he said. That uh, instead, John Pay said he only bo- he only wanted got high guys from they came from a high quality school. That's why he always that drafted he Duke. Do. He always you saw that he, always he said it four year four year students. Yeah, yeah, he said that's why he always drafted guys from Duke University and guys like that. That was his Achilles heel. And the other one is he o- always overvalued players like with yeah, Luol Deng, Deng and this he never wanted to trade those guys. The Kobe Bryant trade with Luol Deng. He didn't want to give up Luol Deng. Luol Deng was a was a killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was Duhan Gordon. I think a couple picks, maybe Noach. Because the Kobe Bryant trade, but Dang, Dang was a. It was pretty much a given, right? But they didn't want to give Luol Dang. Luol Dang was the one that. He That's had. insane, bro. I I know for sure Duhan was part of it, and, and Gordon. I don't know about Nochioni, but I know Dang was like the. He was the deal breaker. The deal breaker. They didn't want to give him up. Deal but breaker. I'm like, when you, that's an, an. See, that's what when you but say you know he what, was okay. Pe- 
You tell me you're the dumb yeah, motherfucker that turned down no. Kobe Bryant. Or the, Jimmy, or the Jimmy Butler deal. He wasn't great, but... Okay, name me all those players that you just said on that trade. Name me what the fuck they do. Uh, ben Gordon, man? Yeah. They, Come on, man. No, but I think the argument... Okay, is, no, as a career. They all have solid no, career. obviously, compared to Kobe, man. Kobe's a... No, 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 compared to Kobe. Yeah. Tell, oh, tell me what Ben Gordon did. Sixth man of the year... Okay, what else? Lil Dan had a good career. He was a 20-point scorer for us. Okay. Legit. For how many years? He was with the Bulls for five years. Five years, right? You give him three good seasons? Maybe six. Okay, yeah. give him three good seasons, right? Lil Dan, he made the All-Star, what, two times? His last two years. So you're telling me you didn't want to trade those guys for Kobe fucking Bryant? No, I know. That's a fucking... That's, what that's the, f- or the remember you- Remember the fucking Jimmy Butler deal? When they were going to extend them and Jimmy wanted like 48 or 49 million for five years or four <laughs> years. And they're like, nah, we're going to give you 45. Yeah. And then next year, fucking max contract cost of what? Like 50 million. 50 million. Firing. Uh, that that was when people said, said this guy cost. He should have been fired that year. Firing Thibodeau was a bad one. But well, like, Thibodeau, I don't get too much because he did run players to the fucking ground, bro. Yeah. Sign, he, the Ben Wallace sign. I thought was bad. But everybody's going to have little bad signs here and there. You know? but that's what I'm saying. Like, but. Okay, remember, to me, remember, remember, remember post Jordan, yeah, pre Heinrich, those teams with Pfizer, Rose. He thought, he thought, yeah, Corey, Corey Benjamin was going to be the next player, remember? Yeah, Jordan had a silence his ass. But all them, remember, those teams were, were really bad, and then Paxton comes in, and we get Heinrich, we get Duhan, we get Gordon. Curry starts playing really good before the heart. Um, Wait. He's the same guy they traded away Alton Brand for Tyson Chandler, bro. But he traded Curry for all them picks. Yeah. And but tell me what he do with had a good career. Huh? Chandler had a good Chandler, career. Chandler had a good he career. He played good for us. It wasn't like the superstar we thought he was. But once he left nah, Chicago, nah, 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 he had nah. a good career, Pancho. You wanna this is what I don't like when I talk to players about Tony. He's a everybody has a great career for Tony. I go like this. You traded away Elton Brand. For a kid that I didn't even knew who, who the fuck he was. But career for career, who would you have? Chandler or Brand? Career for career? I'd take Chandler. Probably Chandler. I'd take Elton Brand. Chandler, Chandler was Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. Elton Brand, how many All-Stars he made? Chandler Probably won like a championship. Two. I don't think Elton Brand had many All-Stars. On his shoulders, Miguel? But he was a defensive anchor on that team. But on his shoulders, with him. Obviously. Well, come I mean, on, Miguel. You can't. That, that I, come on, me. You can't say. But he you was part cha- of a championship Okay, team. fucking DeMarcus Cousins just won a championship. No, you nah, can't compare. Nah, that's too on, deep. Deep. He was injured. I, I don't care what you say. You you make it seem like... Ty- I'm like... No, I'm not making it seem like that. But, I'm, he, but I, I go like this. He you, was a factor, he, right? He went like yeah, this. A big factor. A big factor. When he traded Tyson Chandler to the, to the, to the fucking... The Hornets? To, to, no, 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 no. When he traded away Elton Brand from Tyson Chandler, he brought in a scrub. Tyson Chandler sucked for like three years with the Bulls, bro. He was 18. Yeah, okay, Miguel. But you traded away Elton Brand, the number one pick. But you were for high a, on Tyson Chandler when you got like him. like everybody else. You know? But I go like this. You traded away for something, you, you didn't get nothing. And then you gave him a big-ass contract for one year he did good. Right? Well, look at Elton Brand had two All-Stars. Tyson Chandler had one. It's not a huge difference. Okay. And, and if you say the that Elton is, Brand I'm, was I'm, the number one overall okay. pick. He, so is that underperforming to you? Oh, but... At one point, Elton Brand was scoring what? 2010. 2010 every fucking game. Rookie of the year. 
Come on, dude. Hey, look, look yeah, I, I, I get what you say because you want to say. Co-rookie of the year with yeah. Francis. Okay, I give it to you. Oh. But at that moment, you you gave up a guy that was 20 and 10. For a guy that he didn't even start. Uh, well, who gives a fuck? Paxton's gone. Fuck yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, that, I just think like this about Paxton. <laughs> I, I, this is what I think. I don't say he, he was a bad GM. He wasn't. But no. after a while, he stalled out. And when you're in a big city, big sports city like Chicago, you, that can happen here. You know what that's I'm saying? Fucking, like, I swear to God. That's okay, so Miguel. fucking G- give, it, give it to fucking. Miguel, what put it this the, way. What was the fucking guy? Come see him, the guy that ran the Cubs. Okay, but the Ponle Seaway, Miguel. Another one. Theo Epstein, right? So yeah. he won the World Series, right? And boom, boom, he had a couple okay season, season. He, After a while, it's like, okay, we got to win again. That's Chicago, dude. Yeah. Hey, away. It should be Chicago. He also the guy that didn't, they traded away Tyson Chandler, right? For Gerard Smith, right? But he didn't want it, Gerard Smith. Give me high wisely, I cut him the next day. And look at what Gerard did when he went to the Nuggets. Yeah, I know. That was a bad one, What too. the fuck? I know, Pancho, but you keep pointing out the bad, man. <laughs> You're the fucking negative dude, man. Okay, give, give, me, give me the good one. D Rose, D Rose, <laughs> he got fu- hey, bro. He, hey, bro, he got so fucking lucky. He, <laughs> didn't, he didn't take Mikey's Beasley. Hey, bro. no, but look at him, right, bro. For real, because you heard the, the thing about him. He was what he wanted. He wanted Mike Beasley. Oh, bro, he did it. You heard it, but he did it. Go, going back to D Rose, Jimmy Butler. Go, yeah, going back to D Rose. Like I told Pancho, like even now, because you you just saw, wait, you saw that fucking, you saw what D Rose, you saw what D Rose just said. <laughs> That he eventually wants to come back to Chicago and play. I told Pancho, that dude's a city kid, bro. And I'm like, he should have he, 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 he been here. I and he signed with Detroit. I he should have been here. I tell you this. I always said it. D-Rose gave me the best times in sports of my life ever. That that dude just gave, like, I have never Michael, seen nothing. Oh, you're, well, you're, little, you're older than Michael Jordan. Right. But I'm like, that D-Rose gave me, man, bro, I can, I can never see, like, he was must-see TV, bro. I was glued to the TV every time he was on. I that couldn't one I miss you. shit. You tell me right now. You, and when people were talking shit to him, bro, it, it like I'm not gonna lie, it literally I hurt my heart, bro. I, till this day, <laughs> D Rose is always to my heart. Like I hate when I feel like me and D Rose are brothers. So this Twitter thing, right? I've been on this shit since eight years now. And you know how you could like stuff? There's only one tweet I've ever liked, and that was, "Thank you, Derek." The Bulls. That's the only one. Like you said, Derrick Rose was just like a different. The fact that you know he what, was from the city, played for your what team. I, hey, you know how they was were MVP. Ta- you know how they were asking. Uh, they, they said that he was gonna get traded. You know how he got traded? Yeah. I told Tony. Tell what I did on Twitter. Oh, to the Knicks recently. Yeah. yeah. Before I was hearing the chatter that he was gonna get traded, uh-huh. I said, "Please come back to Chicago at the Chicago Bulls." I had bring back D Rose. It's not the same. Without that's him. not the time, though. It's just like that's not the time. I'm like, he's coming back. What you mean he's not the time, Miguel? For the Bulls? Yeah. Why not? Tell me why not. D Rose is still a factor. The Bulls are not. But uh, you know what's crazy, bro? D Rose. You didn't hear what he just said like two weeks ago, right? What did he say? When when you know when he mutually parted away with the Pistons, he, he wasn't yeah. traded yet. He said that he wants to. He would like to come back to the city because he feels that he could still deliver MVP type quality play. And lately, bro, now I feel like. Man, bro, he's been playing so consistent, so well, and he's been—he's not a full-time starter. He's been playing like what, how many minutes was he averaging? 25, 25. 30? Twenty five, thirty. Yeah. And he was averaging what, like fifteen points, shit like that, right? Have you seen the Bulls? They're fucking shitty. They're, the Bulls are. I just told me that they were gonna be good. The Bulls are. But that Patrick Williams been balling hard. Right. The Bulls are a top three offense in the league. 
but they might be the worst defensive team I've ever seen in my life. It's crazy because you got you got used to watching the Bulls in the past decade. I can't being watch so them, defensive, bro. dude. They bro. they could the only team they're they're lucky that Brooklyn sucks at defense. Otherwise, they'd be the worst defensive team in the league. They'll put up like 125 points easy, but they'll give up 125 points. Nah, they'll give up 150. Points. I, I I I think they're they're the third rated defense uh, offense right now. The Bulls are. You saw the 25 threes last night. By the Bulls? Yeah. Yeah. Kobe and Zach were the first teammates ever to hit eight three pointers in the in the same game. Is that the all time record? Not for the franchise yet. No, well for the franchise yet, but you got the Golden State Warriors. I'm pretty sure they're all like one to eight, right? <laughs> but it's the first time ever, I didn't. Even, it's the first time ever two teammates in, in one game hit eight or more threes. And yeah, you see the bad ones. They're also the first two teammates they eight probably go, go zero for forty. Right, hey, you that's know, what the thing is. I said Zach, Zach's a monster right now. Hey, 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 you could tell. Hey, hey, see or no? You could tell Pancho's negative Nancy. He is man. He's all, negative, the all the fucking time, time man. He's all the time. On this podcast, all he brings you, up. Look, he'll bring up the positives of Trump, but he'll bring up the negatives of Biden. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got somebody to tell you, fucker. But we'll, go ahead. You were gonna say. <laughs> something. I'm gonna tell you like this, Miguel. This is what I look when you tell me. Oh, Zach Levine is a good player. I go. Yeah, he scores. But he also the guy that could go 40, and then he goes five. Well, I, and wait, I go wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Let me speak. <laughs> and then he don't play dog shit fucking offense, defense. And then I go like this. This guy's talking about that. He he is one top five, top five player in the league. And I go like this. First of all, I don't want him leading the team, bro. When that guy snitch on Jim Boylan, that to me, he gone. He didn't want to work hard. Jim That's Boyle, what it took. Okay. That but you was know, a co- weird hire, bro. Bro, they, they, they wanted their guy, bro. That was awkward. And I go like hire. this. That's, he, I was go, a, he was a Popovich guy. That's I funny. go like this, bro. You trade him and get wherever the fuck you can from. That's why I look at Zach Levine. I, I like him too. I like him when I'm 2K. He's my favorite player. I just resigned him for Because he dunks years. from everywhere? Yeah, he dunks from everywhere. He hits threes like a motherfucker. But then I look at, I look at, I look at the team and I look at everybody. I go like this. Kobe White is no fucking point guard. First of all, Pacho, no you were so Kobe White, bro. He's a but he's, he's not a point guard it. though. He's a guard way. He's a he's, he's a fucking shooter way. He no point guard. No. And then you bring this dumbass fucking Sadoransky. And I go like, and then you're playing fucking, what the fuck is that other guy? That power forward with the fucking hair right now going like this, like Ben Wallace. It's the Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus. Thaddeus Young, where the fuck you want to call him? And I look at it like this. This is just doing a guy that's doing good because he's in a fucking bullshit team. It's like everybody else. Somebody got to score. They're I, scoring a lot of points. And they lose a lot. They do. <laughs> they blow a lot of leads. It, it reminds me of you in fantasy football. You score a lot of points, but you lost every single time. <laughs> you know? You, you want to see my championship belt, bro? Three-time <laughs> champ in the league, right? Shut up, bitch. That's sort of what was crazy, wasn't it? Bro... Is it even a discussion anymore? For what? Who's the goat? Nah, you. I got. I got a, something to pick. You think I'm negative? You a dummy, bro. For what? Hey, oh, do you? I didn't. Re- I, 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 I didn't call you back. My sister. I was talking to my sister that day. See, me, this stupid fuck texted me and called me and told me he's better than Michael. <laughs> what? Well, that's what I. That's what dumb we were fuck discussing. said that shit. 
No, well, look, I told Pancho, I told Pancho, can he be the greatest sports athlete of all time? But you're like, no, Michael. I'm like, look, at, I'm, I'm, athlete, I'm like, right? I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest. You seen that body? <laughs> I'm like this. I'm gonna be honest. I think those are stupid conversations. Get to a different sports, but. Man, bro, Tom Brady has to be up there. Wait. Okay, but As look, here's gr- one thing. Greatest athletes of all what's, time. What's harder to win, a Super Bowl or an NBA final? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. But what takes more effort from one guy? What takes more effort? From one guy. From, from one, guy? one guy? Basketball. Bas- no. Right, because the basketball. No, no, I don't agree. No, it is. It is. What does Jordan have to do that Brady doesn't have to? He has to play defense. Exactly. No, that's true. No. Cut, his, cut his mic. Cut his mic. And it's not even the six for six or the seven for ten thing. Here's the thing. I'll tell you this. I hold on, hold on, hold on. I was bullshitting with you. I don't think Brady's... Apologize. <laughs> no, I'm not going to apologize. apologize All right, fuck it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Brady's the GOAT athlete type thing, right? Michael Phelps. Sure. Okay, I guess. Whatever. I give it. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that much, right? Here's the thing about Brady. There's two guys in, that have played football that have thrown, like, ri- they'll throw, like, the most ridiculous passes, consistent, efficient, put up numbers, and that's Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, right? But there's something about Brady. I was, before the Packers, when the Packers played the, the Bucks before the game started, I knew the Packers I lost. I swear to God, I, I texted this to my buddy, big Packers fan. I'm like, Packers lost. I was like, why are you saying that? When they're doing the national anthem, right? Everybody's standing there at attention, having their hand yes. around the heart. There was one guy who was going all fucking crazy. He had a mean stare, just looking at people. What did I tell you? Not bro? even he wasn't even paying attention to the fucking song. They didn't have his hand on his heart or nothing, right? Just looking around, mean mugging people. That was Tom Brady. I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?" Right? He's on the field. I didn't see that. He's oh, I told if this you guy. could go back and look at look at it, if you could go back and find this. He's just like walking on the side on the sidelines, just fuck, not even paying attention to the flags. He's just looking around like fucking pissed, right? He's on the field just talking shit. The opposite of Jay Cutter. He had a bad game. <laughs> he did have a bad game against the Packers. Besides that, yeah, it was because the first half when they put up all those points, Kevin King, Kevin King blew the fucking. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking before the fucking half. We. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing man. Well, first of all, Mike Penn fucked well, up. Well, that was a defensive coordinator. When you put your fucking ma- guy man to man, you know who you got signed by, right? By the Bears. Bears. No, that's what I'm saying. They, they, they were trying to put him. He's good. They were trying to put him on key, okay, but, but I'm still, like, that's Kevin, a bad King, Kevin King was staring at the tight end. You're playing man. But you got why no help. Why you play man when you know they're gonna he go? Shut up. That's I know. a stupid fucking. That was a stupid. That was a stupid play. But still, he kept throwing fucking ducks and had those three straight picks. And, a- and Alex was hitting me up during this game. He's like, man, Brady keeps throwing these fucking... He's literally giving up the game, throwing ducks. I'm like, you know what, though? There's one thing about Brady that I'll never take away from. He's not gun-shy. But I tell you this about... Well, throwing. You- so then the, the fucking... The, the Kansas City game. Yeah, he puts up a really good game and everything, right? But it wasn't enough. For, I'm not convinced that Brady's like, man, he's not, not that good. But then I started thinking to myself, I'm like, okay. Every time he fucking plays one of these big games... The other guy shits the bed. Because Rodgers had a great game against the Bucks. when you look at his numbers. But he did shit the bed at the end. In the fourth quarter, he, 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 he did shit the bed. Well, you're also your, your head coach fucked it up. Right? Okay, but that's just one play. That's one call. Yeah. That fourth down, he should have gone for it. Yeah, I know, but that's just one call. But I do think he shit the bed. I, told, I, told, I was telling my, uh, my supervisor, I'm like, I'm like, you know what it is about Brady? And it's not that he throws the prettiest pass or he... 
he runs or he has the best numbers. He's pretty solid when you look at his numbers and everything. I'm like, you know what it is? When he goes up against these guys in big games, the other guy gets nervous. And if they go down right away, they're like, oh, fuck. It's the fucking, what Kevin Garnett said about Michael Jordan. You just feel that. Like, you feel You something. feel him you, there. Like, you, you feel, feel him something. there. Because I was going through. It was like I when was Mike going, Dicey used to get in there when he first locked it. Motherfuckers were dead already when they see him. Because you look. Look. You know what's so the, funny? The, that Tampa, the Tampa Bay have a fucking great run defense defensively, right? They played a hell of a fucking a Super Bowl shit run out of a <laughs> against the Packers, too. And I was, if you look at Brady's numbers, his teams, he had the number one scoring defense five times. He was he had a number he had a, a top five scoring defense half of his career. But it's true. Look, but you know what it is? Even if he had all that. He still had that fucking factor of him that where he intimidated the other guy, and that worked to his benefit. And he and he played towards that. He fucking he's just a fucking dog. I, but I would never say I would I wouldn't I still wouldn't give it to him. I'll, t- I'll tell you I this. I still give it to Jordan. I'll tell you this. I tell you this. There's a perfect example right here. Tom Brady left a team that he was what what twenty one years twenty years uh, to a whole different system. Right when he was forty three years old. He hopped into a brand new team, 43 years old, first year, won the Super Bowl. Michael Jordan went to fucking Washington Wizard at age 42. I don't know what the hell he did there. <laughs> so case close, right? Perfect example right there. You honestly believe One that? One man went to a team, won the Super Bowl at 43 years old. Michael Jordan came back, went to the Wizards. You honestly believe? Become NBA champion or no? <laughs> you honestly believe Did they become Brady? NBA champions? You honestly believe Brady... Better than Jordan? I think Jordan. I think Jordan. I told Pacho nobody could hey. ever surpass Jordan because not even a. I think Jordan at a one point it's not even about sports no, no more with Jordan. I think it's about he just uh such a trans like that. Sh- he, what he did to not just the sports world but hey, the stop, world in stop, general. Stop! Stop! Hey, bitch! Thought they try to take away from looking at Until you get shot or killed for a pair of Jordans, wait. He always be think, think about it. how big. No, no. That's it. But, and I'll that. talk. That's what I feel about Jordan. Like, dude, nothing could ever match what Jordan means to like. Right. That dude's just a global phenomenon. Think about, think about how big is Connor. Yeah. Think about how big he he would be if he be Habib. I go like this. This is how I tell. If, if that night, if he be Habib, how big would Connor? I tell you right this. Now? This is how I know somebody pop, like so crazy. That's, that's Jordan. This is how I know some somebody such a fucking phenomenon. When you go like this, when you tell your fucking aunt from Mexico that's 70 years old and you go, Michael Jordan, they're always oh, Michael Jordan. Everybody knows Mike, bro. Every fucking body from every race in the world knows Michael Jordan. Yeah, my mom would say that was a That's how I feel. I, I talk a lot of shit, bro. It just dip, but I'm saying that. Like, man, Tom Brady is something like, it's it just special, bro. Tony, in the game, when he played the cheese, bro, and I look at him, I just tell him, I don't care, bro. He might have a bad season. He might not make no 35 touchdowns, 40 touchdowns like everybody else. I want that guy for my last drive. I told this guy. Life on the line. Give me that motherfucker yeah. to win a Super Bowl one game. That okay. motherfucker's a different you animal, know what's bro. He's just different, bro. You know like what's Roger, Rogers is one guy. Like so Rogers got all the sexy stats. But got Rod- all that shit. But Rogers is that guy who game one in the preseason, game one in the regular season, game one in the postseason. He's going to give you the same number. If you look at his numbers, they're all the same. I still take he's him in the co- Bears uniform. He's though. consistent. He's consistent flat out. Yeah. But Brady, I don't know why he, every time he faces someone, like you look at everybody he's beat. Like even before his, like if you look at his Super Bowls, right? He won, he beat 
The Rams, Panthers, Eagles. But before that, he beat Peyton Manning to get to the fucking Super Bowl. He beat Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers to get to the fucking Super Bowl. He beat Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees to get to the Super Bowl. I'll tell you what. I always said this about Rodgers. Rodgers is greatest skilled quarterback that I've ever seen play. Now, the difference between Brady and Rodgers, obviously, like, man, Rodgers. But, like, everybody always try to diminish diminish. Tom Brady's skill set. He's a he, like you say. He's consistent everywhere. He's good. The thing is with Rodgers, but he's not that skilled. You know what? Nah. No, but you know Rodgers. But he puts up numbers. Yeah, he puts up. What happened with Rodgers? And I really feel like I do believe what people like when they say is, I think he lacks a lot of leadership. Because with Rodgers, it's always a lot of like, oh no, not me. What? Let's cut this. I don't know well, about the. Di-. Part and, of and Brady is, and I've never seen Brady talk about like, well, it's because this part of he, it. I, I feel like, and a lot of play, like I said, you've seen the players, you've seen all the interviews from the Bucks right now. Yeah. Greatest, he's the greatest quarterback of all he time, is, greatest leader. Yeah. Boy, they just won a Super Bowl. Part of it, I'll give you that. Rodgers does like that, but another part is, as much as I talk shit about Rodgers and he he plays quarterback for my team, I do talk shit about him. He's had some really bad defenses with, really bad defenses, and no, and Rod, Brady had benefited from really great fucking defenses. He's had five top number one scoring defenses. Now tell me this. This is what they said today. Brady. Uh, Rodgers has put up over 45 points in three playoff games and lost. Tell me this way. This 45 was, fucking this points This is what lose. Marcellus Wiley said. He go, even though I know he got pressure the whole night, they're like, is it time to pump the brakes breaks on the fucking Mahomes hype? No. no. Like him take it like. Yeah, he he's lose. He lost two tackles, bro. Come on, it's dude. too fucking early. Come on, no, dude. no, no. I'm telling you, bro. You telling about I skill, think, motherfucker? I think he's talking about. I I see Patrick Mahomes being probably the best skill, motherfucker. I've seen. Be, he's the best. Like, I've ever dude, seen. I motherfucking flings the ball with two hands, he's bro. A, he, I always tell people, he's, he's if I always go, you gotta be ten years in, bro. Patrick, I always go, you gotta be no, ten no, years no. in. Because I see Rodgers do everything he did. No, 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 not even close. Because because Rodgers. Rodgers will, will will skip on a throw if he thinks it's too fucking crazy. Mahomes is that was later on in his career week when he was trying to protect everybody knew he was true. trying to protect his touchdown interception ratio when he had the record and shit. He, he always he, he always, always did that. Like that. He, I'm telling you, he always did that. Patrick Mahomes is Brett Favre's body and arm with Aaron Rodgers' mind. That's and Michael Vick's legs and shit. That's if the only way I could describe him, dude. He's the only guy I see run on third and long. Yeah. Now go like this. Now go like this. If, ta- if if Patrick Mahomes goes on and wins, let's say, four to five Super Bowls, right? But he never faces Brady again, right? I can, think can he surpass I, Brady? I think Brady. Are you no. th- are you think that will always follow I'm him? I'm gonna tell him like that because he's two and no, zero against Brady. I'm gonna tell like this. I'm gonna tell like this, Miguel. I think he's still gonna win a couple of more, but I think Tom Brady became the Jordan in the NFL. He's going to be named as Jordan in the NBA. We like the Bron- There's always going to be like, I feel like Patrick Mahomes is going to be as LeBron James right. to the Jordan. That's what I think because I've always what thought- this motherfucker did, like I tell Tony, this is what they, when I, I look, I love Patrick Mahomes, bro. I love, I love Andy Reid. I love the whole Chiefs team. And I tell Tony, what I, what people were already claiming like Colin Conward, that Nick Wright, they were all already. Dude, this is going to be the greatest Cobra i ever seen. He's like, bro, he got one Super Bowl, bro. One. Well, that's what I'm saying. And I go like this. Even if he gets four, I think he's going to be the Le- he's gonna be LeBron and fucking Tom is Michael Jordan. Bro. Well, look exactly at exactly this. This like is that. what Marcellus Wiley and, 
It, I'm, I'm listening to guys, you know, like we, we talk a lot of shit, but these guys played the game, right? And they, they said, was what happened with Patrick Mahomes? Yes, he was pressured all night, all fucking night. What he has to do is he has to learn that not every bay play is going to be a home run play. You go, you have to take what every defense is giving you. He had a lot of options to go oh, a 10-yard pass, but no. He wants to go for the 30-yard, 40-yard, 50-yard pass. He has to learn. And, and Patrick Mahomes said it. Patrick Mahomes said, like, after the game, he's like, I have to kind of learn how to – I have to take what the defense give me, giving them, right, because he's going for that. I just think, Tony K. Uh, he that, should keep it, though. Yeah, I, I That's just, him. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be honest, bro. When I seen the fucking game, dude, bro, I think the guy knew, I'm going to get fucking hit. I got to bomb this bitch. Because he's that guy. Yeah. Because he, he – that reminds me of Brett Favre told the story of when um, he was sitting in the practice room and they were talking about the nickel defense and it was like his fourth year in the league and Ty Demmer was the backup quarterback and he's like, uh, he asked him, he's like, hey, what's what's this all about nickel defense? He's like, what's, oh, a, yeah. what's a nickel defense? He's like, oh, he's like, are you serious? Like, yeah. It's like when you take a linebacker out and you put a DB and he's <laughs> like, well, who gives a shit? <laughs> And that, that's Patrick Mahomes. You don't give a shit. He's just going to fucking play. No, it. I know. But and look, I think, it. It, look, it's worked for him now. Just fucking. I, ha- I had the bugs since this fucking match got made. I never even once thought the Chiefs were even going to beat these guys. Not because of the better defense or better quarter who has a. I just felt like it was meant to fucking happen for Tom Brady this year. That's how I felt going into the game. I'm like, Tom Brady's going to win this, bro. It just is going to happen for him. The referees thought the same thing, too. There's a few plays, but nothing <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary. I thought the Chiefs were going to do it, man. Nah, not hell no. I thought totally for some reason, as soon as I heard Down the, two tackles? Uh, two hell tackles. No. I'm like, they're going to beat it. And then he had a broken fucking toe or whatever toe that he had just yeah. had surgery. I'm like, but dude, he but was running for his life. But you saw how much he ran? Dude, they were fucking him up. And he fucking still like threw two passes. One where he was like flying and it hit the dude in the face, and the other one where he was on his knees. Dude, and, you and saw he that hit shit? the other guy in his hands. I was like, holy shit. Uh, dude, he's damn. Uh, At one point I felt bad for him. I'm like, I've seen Rodgers do this so many times where I remember the year they went 15 and 1. Second highest scoring offense in NFL history. And we played the Giants at home. In the divisional, I just honestly believe and the Packer receivers dropped eleven passes that game. Well, remember I started laughing because I was I was seeing the game and I go like, "This is what Miguel told me." What was that, Valley Scattery or whatever? MVS drops the fucking ball. I was like, and I th- I remember I told Tori, "Why?" Tori was like, "What the fuck are you laughing?" I was like laughing inside, like an inside joke, and I go like, "He goes." That's what Miguel told me. These motherfuckers dropped the ball. And I went like, how the fuck you dropped that shit? I feel bad because I love my team. And I hate when I talk shit about a player. But I've been talking mad shit about Kevin King. <laughs> I like, I'll like, i hit up Alex randomly and be like, Kevin King. And he's like, that dude haunts your dreams, doesn't he? I'm like, man, Kevin King, so, he fucked up so much, man. It fucking pissed me off. And he then blew that, the coverage in the end of the first half. And, and then, then he got I, that even, even the Packers, like when the Packers went up against the Bucks, I still like... I fucking talked a lot of shit put, about the backer, but I, I I knew that I honestly knew Packers had no fucking shit. Bro, I, 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 bro. I knew it because I'm like I just back again. I think Brady was gonna make it happen regardless. <laughs> Miguel, he had a bad game though. Remember I told you it's gonna be he the had a bad game and the Chiefs. Remember the yeah, Packers Chiefs. It should have been two years in a row. But I I go like this. God damn, Aaron Rodgers. 
I fucking hate the Packers, but God damn. Hey, wait, I want to bring up something. Moving on from fucking sports, we sound like Sports Nation in here. Yeah. Hey, this has to do a little bit about sports. I'll be careful because I have no life. Besides you know sports. what's the stupidest <laughs> thing? Bro, this is, a, it tells me world where the fucking world is standing right now. Well, Miguel, he's a Before goddamn. the Super Bowl, mm. did you see what was one of the biggest stories? Before the Super Bowl? Yeah, like a couple days before the Super Bowl. You know, before the Super Bowl, all those fucking, everything's about the Super Bowl, right? Leading to the Super uh-huh. Bowl preparation. Dogecoin? No. Yeah, Dogecoin? Huh? Dogecoin. That shit's done, I think. <laughs> but oh. remember when they were trying to make, they were trying to push that topic so bad that how do people should feel about uh, a video of Tom Brady and when he was with the Patriots, when he had the Make America Great hat, a Make America. The uh, mega hat. The that, mega hat. In he had it in his back room, in his locker room, I think. That was a story? Yeah. Mm. Dude, it was all over Sports yeah, Center, bro. And picture. they were like this. How should people <laughs> feel feel about this fucking thing about Tom Brady representing the hat? And then Shannon Sharp. I love Shannon, but then he oh my god. Well, I mean, he's he's got a hat of a loser. Shannon Sharp, wait. <laughs> I well, thought he was a winner. Shannon Sharp? <laughs> you know what he said? He hey, said fuck you, as I just got that bitch. <laughs> Shannon Sharp. <laughs> Shannon Sharp was like fucking like, oh, there's nothing to hide. He he, he showed it. That's him. That's I'm like, are you fucking dead serious right now? I go like, like the, hey, th- this is how I take when people say that shit. Hey, we were so positive. Why you got to go all negative now? <laughs> no, because I, <laughs> I want to bring up something that no. fucking Democrats yeah, fucking you the girl. Bitch. Well, I want to talk I'm to you. I'm a Democrat. Yeah. You're a fucking You know what's so Macho, crazy? You're a Democrat. Hey, at work, I'm a Republican. <laughs> With you guys, I'm a Democrat. I don't know what the fuck I am now. <laughs> I'm me too, bro. But that way, there was here that way. Pick a side, Miguel. Anyway, I, I, I know. You want to join the winners? <laughs> or you want to go with the winners? Or you want to go the with wieners. the Steelers? Listen, man. Well, let me tell you. This is how I, I look at it. in the middle. Okay? This, this is why I took when they made that joke. When that girl went up to the guy, and it was on TikTok, where he goes, yeah, why you why you go for Donald Trump? That means you're a racist. You're a racist. How prove me racist? No, he's just a racist. Then he goes, okay, you go for Joe Biden? Yeah, so you're just a pedophile. <laughs> now, how? Just the way you told me, you're a pedophile. I go like... Where was that? Yeah, TikTok, they were arguing in the fucking thing. Uh-huh. It was like interviews in the street when people were arguing and fucking protesting. And I just go like... I, when I seen that shit, where they're bringing Tom Brady and all that shit, I just go like this. He's openly supported Donald Trump, so what? Move but not on. really. He that, never really openly yeah, supported or backed yeah. up Trump. Jeez. Like He never came out and said, we support Donald I'm Trump. I'm going to be honest with you. This is the first I'm hearing of this, so... Yeah, he never... He always affiliated with... And Why do you think he always goes to the White House when he went to the White House? Remember? Yeah, even... First, even, even but, uh, Pancho, he's not a guy that goes out there and goes like, yeah, Donald Trump. No, he, but he just, was wearing his he, head and everything. Yeah, he that's what I'm saying. Everybody... I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah me neither. I don't know what the fuck yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, I'd show you. But uh, well, he's I mean, been yeah, known I, to, to I be mean, around Trump, and I think he... I think... I don't. I, I didn't, he always I didn't aligned with Trump everywhere, even before Trump ran for presidency. And like I said, make having a head. I mean, pretty much like I said, maybe yeah. He, but who gives a fuck? Like everybody's entitled to their own fucking opinions. Nah, but but uh, no, them. they they want to bring that motherfucker. I honestly think they want to. They wanted to bring Tom Brady down because like there's the the white handsome quarterback way, and they wanted to. I'm like, I don't know if I'm about handsome. He's fucking handsome. He's a stud. He's a stud muffin. Es que Tony, le digo, Tony watches ESPN. They try to make him like the fucking... 
The Tony watch ESPN que todo es un pinche race bait ahí, güey. Dude, ESPN, oh Miguel. You seen ESPN, güey? No, oh my god. Dude, is this a fucking Is this a Is this Sports Center now or is this it's fucking not Sports Center no more? I haven't bro. watched there's no more sports center, bro. I don't have enough. Or oh, is this all okay. about race in America? It's about you being a fucking racist, okay, me? Yeah. <laughs> the motherfuckers no tell me I'm racist, wait, yeah, on TV, wait. If you wear a red shirt, you're racist. Know. I think you guys are real negative, man. What, what do you think about? What do you think about fucking Joe Biden's presidency right now? Hey, listen. If he sends that fourteen hundred, my where way, is he? Where is it? At? I love him, man. But where is the fourteen hundred? As from what I hear, first week of March. You see how I, I don't even have to ask about uh, what he thinks hold about on. his presence. This is, this is where I come in. You heard what Miguel said, right? He said, just give me the 14. You see how they buy this motherfucker? You hey. see how this minority, bro? Don't Pancho pay attention for nothing else Pancho. but those measly $1,400. Hey, I was the same way with Trump. Pancho got his check in. He tore it up in half. I tore it. I didn't, I didn't cash it. No? No. Why? I taped that bitch back I together and put it on my bank. For real. I'll do the same thing. What the now, fuck? Now, but honestly, you sound a fucking... <laughs> This is what trips me out because, like I said, on one side, I don't really, like I said, I'm I not a conservative ga- liberal. I have noticed gas prices have gone up. I don't know. What Pancho, $3. Like, we know here we had a hardcore conservative, which is Pancho. We have a hardcore liberal, which is Miguel. So <laughs> I'm not a hardcore liberal. I don't so know you're a conservative. I'm not even that. I don't know what the fuck. Ese como pinche I'll break it to the left, man. Ese way. I don't give a fuck about either. See, hey, he voted for fucking pinche Kamala Harris. I didn't vote for that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) What? You're going to get canceled, bro. You're going to get us canceled, bro. Canceled from what? I don't have shit. (laughs) You're going to cancel me from fucking Goodwill? (laughs) Hey, wait, wait. You're the fucking owner of all the tacos restaurants in the world. They're going to cancel you. Yeah, wait. Hey, you know what? Retract that statement? (laughs) Huh? Retract it? Nah, I'll go even harder. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Nah. I don't own shit, wait. This is what I tell people, bro. You know why they can't cancel us, Miguel? They don't care. Who gives a fuck? We don't give a fuck. Who are you... Who... Who are they going to cancel? Look, if I one day become rich and famous, they're going to what? Stop me from getting fucking money from what? Big pharma and fucking big corporate money? I don't give a fuck, <laughs> wait. No, but... Uh, I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to say no, no fucking mega deals like that. You saw what fucking Biden just... Did. This is why I tell people, I'm like, bro, you guys are fucking... Like, be real here for a minute, right? What do you do? He signed the executive order to reopen uh, fucking the detention cages. centers yeah. for children. Oh, you were just talking about For that. children that were like fucking trying to cross illegally. So I'm like, everybody started tweeting. I'm like, who built the cages? I'm like, come on, bro. I'm like, I, I don't really, whatever, because I expected that. But people, I'm like, why does this not get news media coverage? Right? Or the fact that he fucking, I got the fucking quote right here. Look, let me see if I can find it. Hey, wait. One. Your cousin? Conspiracy theory guy. Who? Cool. Your cousin. I don't want to say his name. Paula. Yeah, that guy. Dude, still stop smoking marijuana, bro. So look at this hey. is what Joe Biden said. Wait, he's like a town area 51. This is what Joe Biden said during the fucking the <laughs> debates, right? Where with Donald Trump, folks, Donald Trump doesn't have a plan to get the virus under control. I do. Joe Biden, 2020, just recently, folks. There's nothing I can do to change the trajectory of this pandemic in the next several months. I'm like, I, I don't know how people buy into this shit, bro. Like, this is why I always tell people, I'd rather get told the truth up front, bro. Tell me what you're going to do. And like I said, what I noticed, same thing you noticed. Fucking gas prices went up already. 
You know what I go about this, Miguel? I try, I'm not too mad at because I do have stock in Neo, and I hope Neo goes up to fucking Tesla numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you're the little guy, Miguel. You're not gonna. You're gonna get your little two hundred dollars and act like they're two hundred k, like everybody else was on their Facebook. I told Tony, you're gonna be hey, like one of those motherfuckers that said, "I'm up ten k," and then I realized those ten k meant twenty dollars. Profit is profit, my guy. All right. Profit right. is profit. I'm gonna tell you that. All right, the, Miguel. The same, the same way you buy a Funko Pop for a dollar and sell it for ninety, profit is profit. But I'm not calling myself a goddamn <laughs> stocks fucking expert, right? Bro? I never said that either. All right. I'm just saying. I'm hoping I I, I get rich. I just go like this. I want to retire by the age of fifty. Marry a like eighteen year old in Mexico and fucking call it a life. You could just do that shit right now. You don't even have to wait for that. No, but I'm fucking. Call Joe Biden, bro. He'll hook you up. All right. Yeah, wait, wait. Why you bring this out of me, bro? Why? Why? That is my idol. Why? I know. He gets the little girls. <laughs> it's just fucking ridiculous. The shit that I see, bro. I'm like, I was telling. That's what I I look at this shit like that. Like, it just because it's. That's Listen, what, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Why you guys? I don't. I swear to God, I don't know shit about politics, way. Right? We don't either. I speak on my <laughs> ass when it comes to politics, way. Right? Me neither. You tell the me. Thing is, wait, it, you tell is, me this guy's gonna send me more money than that guy. I'm willing to suck that guy's dick, way. Oh, hey, but whoa. Donald Trump was whoa, the one whoa. that said two G's. You see, you, you see, this is hey, the problem. When Donald Trump <laughs> said, "No, we need two G's," they blocked it. Right? No, no. And now Joe Biden, well, we're gonna give everybody the extra fourteen hundred. Fucking be Gills ready to suck dick for $1,400. You heard him? What the fuck? Hey, sometimes we got to do what we got to do. No, not me. Hey. Not me. I'm not fucking sucking the cow's tip for milk. I'm going to eat the whole damn thing, wait. No. <laughs> no, amigo. Oh, no. Hell no. At least, at least when I asked for $10,000, wait, you said $1,400, wait. No mames. I'm claiming like five kids in Mexico, wait, so I'm going to get extra money. No, wait. No, stuck up. Scratch that. Scratch that. I didn't say that. <laughs> You guys get like two followers. Who gives a fuck? Oh, shit. oh thanks, wait. Shout out, Pikis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, talk about fucking Mexico. You were just there not too long ago, right? Yeah, dude, for like a fucking week. But I was, uh, Loki, I was hating on fucking Miguel, wait. Every Snapchat he put, it was like nice. And you would put up a Snapchat like at six in the morning eating ta- homemade tamales like, out in the shed and shit. Like out here, obviously, I watch what I eat. So, tortillas is something I really don't eat. I go to my grandma's house where I was staying. My mom's from my mom's side. And when I get there, she makes something simple, right? Just nopales, beans, and some uh, sopa fideo. And I might have had like six tortillas handmade. And I tell her, I was like, when I'm when I'm back home, I don't eat tortillas. I'm like, you could ask my mom, I don't eat tortillas. Because I watch what I eat. I'm like, we're... For some reason, the food just tastes so much better out here. The tortillas and everything. Man, dude, I was... I mean, I was there on emergency, obviously, right? I went there because my grandpa passed away, but... It's it's a different life, boy. Damn, what the hell? You got a fucking duck phone ring or something? It's called a robot. The hell? It's called a robot. But it you enjoy Mexico when you go over there with money, way. I'm no, fucking. Don't. I don't have that. You do, way. You don't. You know what? Because the people. I mean, out here, even if you don't have money, way, there's opportunity to make money. Over there, there's no. 
That's why this fucking country's the best. Because you know what? I always wonder that shit too. Because man, bro, I haven't been, and I didn't know you were. You haven't been to Mexico since you were what? You said fourteen. Fourteen. And I was like, I, I for some reason thought you went to Mexico every year. No. But I haven't been to Mexico. Fuck, probably like in eighteen, nineteen years. Dude, no. I and I haven't not gone there, and I'm like, I'm thinking like, like what you just said, like, is it really that different? Where here you could just go and apply for a job over there, like. You either have this job or you don't have shit. Look, you could go to work, way. You could go to work, but you're gonna make like two hundred pesos, way, or less, which is the equivalent. A day? Of, yeah. But yeah, but the money's different over there, so you get paid different, way. It's much more here because you get paid in dollars. But that's why that shit is worth a lot of money over there. But two hundred pesos go flying, Pancho. Why? Well, no, that begins like here, where people make ten dollars, way or fourteen dollars, it goes right away. Two hundred pesos is, is right now. It's ten bucks. Okay, Miguel. And that goes flying, way. Okay. It's like 10 somebody, bucks per day? Yeah. Man. That's fucking insane. Where's like people I mean, that make you're, $14? You're doing, some, you're doing some serious work. You know? No, right here, the same thing, right? The same yeah. thing. It's the same thing. It, But over here, there's more opportunity to, to make more. There's more different uh, avenues. But, I mean, aside from that, like, <laughs> I had a fucking, you know, I had a good time when I was there. It's... It's good to go back to... All your cousins didn't steal all your shit? No. You don't have to give your shit to all your cousins? I don't have a lot of cousins out there. Like, a a lot of my cousins are over here. I have a few cousins out there. And there was two cousins that I mainly hung out with where they would take me out to the the cities, the big cities, and they would drive. Older cousins, they're 20. One of them was 31, the other one's 23. So, I mean, we would go to bars and stuff like that. Oh man, the bars, man, dude. We went to we went to this one bar, and it was I was telling you about how we went to the the seafood, right? And it was seven seven of us, and we I paid like eight hundred pesos. But you like forty bucks? Forty bucks <laughs> with tip, like fifty. And then we went to a bar nearby, and we're drinking. I mean, might have had like fourteen beers and like seven shots, and then. One of my cousins comes up to me and she was like, hey, uh, I want to do a shot. I'm like, all right. I'm like, what do you want? She's like, well, what do you want? And I asked the bartender. I'm like, though I have the bartender going, right? I, I, he's like, he had the music going. I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm telling him what kind of music I want to listen to and everything, right? Temerarios. Nah, nah. <laughs> I was into Chalino and Los Cadetes. Oh, there you go. So then she's, she's like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like. I seen a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label, and I asked, like, I'm like, hey, how much, how much is that Johnny Walker Blue Label shot? He's like, 500 pesos, like 25 bucks. And I was like, fuck. God I'm like, over here, over here is 56 bucks. One of them shot. One shot? Of Johnny Walker Blue Label? Yeah. So I'm like, let me get two shots. And he's like, ¿En serio? I'm like, yeah. Like, you know, like for real? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'll do I'll Oh, so do- it was cheap for you. Over here, over here, like 56, 56 bucks, bucks for a shot. Well, acá una de Don Julio te cuesta like thirty five dollars at the fucking thing. No, I mean I, I don't know. Yeah, at the club te cuesta thirty five dollars. That's fucking insane. At the signature room, yeah. a Don Julio shot is like sixteen bucks. Yeah, thirty five dollars. Every other place is different. Well, you you get I te tienen hasta little thing. They say if you go higher of this, twenty. I'm like God damn. So, anyways, I, I end up getting two shots. He's like, are you? He's like, are you sure? He's like, because not that many people ask for a 500 pesos shot, you know, which is 25 bucks. <laughs> I'm like, man, where I'm from, that's double. He's like, Give me you? two of them bitches. He, I'm like, where I'm from, that's double. He's like, where are you from? I was like, well, where I'm from? 
you know <laughs> i was like fuck i was like <laughs> i was like fuck now he he heard he's probably like i am i i'm still kind of paranoid i'm like because my cousins tell me like trust me miguel they know that you're not from there all right they look at you they're like este way no es de aquí so then we do the shots and i'm like fuck when I, when the bill comes i'm like, i ask for the bill i'm like man it's gonna be like over two two thousand pesos you know whatever three thousand pesos maybe which is 150 dollars right and and mind you, these two shots were mil pesos, you know. The bill comes, and we had like fourteen beers and all this other shit. I paid, it was like one thousand two hundred and like something pesos. So literally, just in two shots was a thousand pesos, and all these other beers and shots, it was like two hundred pesos alone. And I'm like, what the? Dude, I was, I felt like a fucking king, man. I'm like, here, fuck it. Yeah, no. but it was I mean it's fucking if you now go, were you drunk every day every fucking day dude. every fucking night every and the and the, the you were hitting on your cousins oh, it's a must dude <laughs> it's okay <laughs> it's okay over there it's it's legal Hell nah no. fuck no but uh where I stayed at like next door is a is a like a billiards table like a like a little club where they do the billiards and the owner <laughs> Pool hall. See, fucking Miguel, you want to say billiards? Fucking Miguel, I couldn't think. Of, I, couldn't I don't know think if you or Sergio are the worst when they tell me this motherfucker just said billiard tables. I couldn't think of like, the fucking pool. Hey, I, no, I swear to God, I couldn't. That's ninety-five percent of our friends. The fuck is a what to call it? A, a pool hall. Billiards. You call it a fucking pool hall, all right? A wait, pool hall, yeah. A pool table. I couldn't look at Miguel. Speak into the mic, asshole. I couldn't think of the word. It's como cuando Sergio me dice, you know, they use kind of soya to roll up a fucking. I'll Dude, remember like, the conversation that fucking Sergio and you and, and Sir- Miguel had about smoking Cuban cigars and all. Those I was about to throw my fucking cigar at your face, bro. Fucking Sergio was like, this cigar came from fucking Cuba from Fidel Castro himself. And Miguel was like, no, the best cigars now are in Nicaragua. And Dominican Republic. Puta madre. And this motherfucker started talking about I'm soil. Like, and I was like, y'all motherfucker got bro, that shit from Benny's. Yeah, I like, do I look fucking 105 to you? <laughs> yeah. But I, I forgot the fucking word. This right. motherfucker said belong. Anyways, right here, the right? owner of that fucking pool hall... It's my dad's cousin. So he, they got a law over there right now where they have to close at, by 10. And on the weekends, they could only open till 3. Why is the law? Is it for like COVID and shit? For COVID. Yeah. But the rancho is like 25 minutes away from the town, the, the city that like, uh, that controls like the water, electricity and all the taxes or whatnot from there. So they'll only go like once, if not twice, once, once every two weeks to check, right? But he respects the fucking... He has to close down. But all you have to do is walk up to his door, knock, and be like, Hey, I'm so-and-so. And he'll come out and he'll sell you the fucking beer. So, I'd, I mean, I'd be up to like 3, 4 in the morning every fucking day. And i just go up to him like, Hey, I need a 24-pack. I got you. <laughs> and just come out. And your cousin, would you get fucked up with you? Man, we would get fucked up every fucking day. ¿Y puros cadetes de Linares? That's the fucking life. See, no, wait, just... Chilling at night, man. Dude, I remember that. It's so, that so shit. fucking amazing with that I'm planning on going back in April. <laughs> After not having been there in like 14 years, I'm planning on going back in April. Now look at este the whole thing with COVID is it the same thing over there like it is here? Like are people like wearing masks and shit to everywhere? I heard it's more serious over there than over here. Well, over there, like when you go inside, you have to wear the mask. Obviously, when you go inside a store, they got like these mats. Like they got um. Like a 
a mat with water that you got to put your, your shoes in, yeah. obviously, and then you got to rub your feet off and everything. But it's the same thing as over here. Like, these bars and restaurants are going to be open because they're trying to make money away. They're trying to survive. So, like, the bars are packed. The You know how, the, like, the center of every town... In Mexico, I didn't see that shit here. The center... No, Hooters is well, empty? Well, the center of every town... You know how the center of every town, they got, like, a, a garden yeah. where, like, you know, people hang out and stuff? They got them, like, closed up. But, like, on the outskirts of the, the gardens, like, by the sidewalks, they got the little uh, groups going on, you know, the the little conjuntos, tamborazos, whatnot. It's the same thing, except they just close down certain things and they, quote-unquote, like, say, uh, safety protocols, but people are still, I mean, people got to make, a, like, a living, you know, people don't give a fuck sometimes, but it, I didn't, I like, they took a couple extra measures than over here, but at the same time, it was still the same shit. Same shit. People trying to make a fucking living. Hakeem, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. It's all bullshit. And you know how over there, like, I mean, I, I told you I was at that seafood uh, restaurant. And, like, people were coming in and out. Like, they'll go up to your table and, like, oh, you know, you guys uh, change the spare whatnot. not. Like, nothing, right? It's common to see over there, not over here. Like, they're not going to let that shit happen. But they're going without a mask and they didn't give a fuck. Man, but over there, it is a little fucking... It's a little scary because, I mean, at night, uh, one only once that I go to the big to one of the big towns at night, I went with my cousin. And we went to go get some tacos. And he's like, oh, there's this good place for to get tacos. And some of my cousins are like, oh, yeah, go get us some tacos. I'm like, fuck it, why not? So we go, and he stops in the middle of the road, right? He's like, oh, shit. He's like, I think I, think I know that guy. And a big Nissan Titan. Dude, it's kind of weird. You're not you're not really going to see anybody in these big pickup trucks. And he's like, that's my point. Like, oh, shit, what the fuck? He stopped in the middle of the road, goes up to this Nissan Titan. And behind that truck, it's like four cars. All right? And, and, and these are like rows that like one car and just one car, one ways. And he's talking to his, his boy in this truck for like three minutes. And the cars behind him, they're not honking. They're not doing anything. People are afraid, way. People are... You don't know who the fuck is in... You don't want to honk because if you honk and it's a fucking... The wrong person, you're fucking dead. And and the dude was driving a pickup, right? So, very rarely are you going to see a fucking nice-ass pickup over there. Well, yeah, that's that's the... I was, I was actually going to ask you about that. I'm like... Is it the same way? Like, you're from a small rancho? Or are you kind of more like from no. the ciudad and shit? No, small rancho. I like that shit. They always go, is that rancho? No, de la ciudad. No, it's no. like here. Like, when they, you're from the city or from the burbs. But, so you're from a small rancho, right? Yeah. I, that's. So is it, is it the way they describe Mexico? Like, the way they talk about it on the TV where. No. You you're, should be afraid of going anywhere. No. Or you think that. No, but. That's probably just the state that I went to. Because if you go to the border... I think that's your state because I th- that was funny because Jimmy was arguing with another person. They were talking about, oh, that's why I don't go over there. And then Este Valentin said, bro, don't listen to none of that shit. Valentin was yeah. over there like, no, I didn't see none of that and shit. The, the, the guys he's talking about is some of our no, friends. Yeah, and, he and went... Look, and look, this, this is one thing Jimmy just sure. came back too. He just came back. He's like... My, my cousin was... was he, we have another. We have a cousin that he's all into like crystal meth and all that shit, right? And he's all involved in this shit, right? 
And one of the cousins I hung out with would like hang out with him sometimes. And he's like, look, he's like, is that shit over here? He's like, fuck yeah. I'm not going to tell you it's not. It is. When we go out at night, are we going to go to like, you know, the fucking bars and the strip clubs and all that shit that he's like, yeah. He's like, are you going to be selling this shit? He's like, you better not. He's like, if you're selling this shit, you're dead. Yeah. He's like, if you look at these motherfuckers the wrong way, you're dead. He's like, what you're going to do is you're going to go to the places that they own. And you're going to be spending money at the places they own. So they're going to be making money off you. And that's what they want. They don't want you to go and fucking, you know, claim territory and sell your shit. You're fucking dead. He's like, what they want you to do is they want you to go to the places that they They don't technically own, but they make commission off, right? They pay fucking security fucking tax, quote unquote, right? They want you to go there and spend your money. Because they're going to make money off the money you spend. Yeah, because Jimmy, I, I was talking, he was saying and everything. It's like everything else. If you do it, like, if you li- really listen to what they're saying like that, they're not going to make money neither. They, who are they going to sell it to? Right. Who they gonna, he even said it like, I was like, how is it over there? Like, people like, right. Now, for sure. Now, if you go to the border, you might have a couple war zones where, you know, in a war zone, like right here in Chicago, casualties happen where, you know, you always hear the stories like, you know, people shoot and then a kid gets fucking killed. They didn't mean to shoot the fucking kid, but they end up killing the kid. That shit happens, I think, more so in, like, the borders and, like, these ports. But, like, where I go to is the fucking desert, the middle of nowhere. And the people who are there are the same people that went to Guanajuato and they killed the, the big dog over there. The fucking... But right now, you know, Nueva Generación de Guadalajara, El Mencho... He's the one that runs pretty much everything. And he's there in Zacatecas. Are they based off over there? No, they're based from uh, Guadalajara, Jalisco. Guadalajara? Okay. Yeah, well, Mencho's from uh, Michoacán. Which I, I think he's like really sick or something. But anyways, his people... Uh, yo lo que di, porque I, I, I know four people that left. Even when este Evelyn, she told me. I said, Evelyn, is it dangerous? She took her, she took her truck. The one that's all lifted. They ain't going to take your shit. They got better trucks than you. Yeah, I said they got better well, than I, you. Because I talked to, I also talked to people like the the thing you were talking about. Mm. I talked to people where where they told me like, yeah, they did take our truck. For sure, like for sure, like we're. It's it probably depends. Certain, it probably depends where you're at. There's certain spots where it's like, what the fuck, and there's other spots where it's going on. But the type of person that you guys are and that I am, we're not gonna get involved in that shit way, and you're not even gonna see it. You're really, you're not even going to see it. Because I, I was speaking with, on New Year's, I was speaking with your dad about Guanajuato. Because I don't know if you guys heard him. And back in. Uh, they killed like 25 people. Bro, it got crazy. Where, yeah, it got rough over there. Where, like the, the, the top dog from Guanajuato. Mm-hmm. He got taken out by this dude from Guadalajara, right? And I was talking to your dad about, about Guanajuato. And he was telling me how, how it is crazy. Especially like around the area that you guys were from. He's like, no, it's fucking crazy. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I heard. I, you know, it was all over the fucking news. Yeah, this yeah, shit. Like and uh, like twenty-five people. But for the most part, like you go to like these top these these top uh, spots, like even the fucking resorts, they're owned by the fucking cartel. Not even owned by them, but they they provide like quote unquote protection, so they're gonna charge their fucking tax. So what they want is for you to go and spend that money there, you know. But that's why, cause I I I'm gonna be honest, man, bro. I just I remember. I remember going to my rancho and shit. Man, bro, I was so in love. I'm so in love with Mexico, bro. It's like, may, maybe it is because a lot of people, that like my aunts and people that will come over from Mexico and visit over here, 
they'll say the same thing. They're like, oh, I love it over here. It's beautiful. I think it's because it's two different two like, different cultures. It's crazy. Two it's worlds. two different worlds, way, yeah. right? So they're not used to the shit we do over here, and we're not used to the shit that they do over there. So, but I just remember as a kid going there. First of all, I remember I'm like fucking ten years old driving my dad's truck around the rancho and shit. Fucking didn't even know how to drive. I never drove in my life, and I got there and I just took my dad's truck. I just stole that shit. Nobody blinks an eye. Yeah, fucking police stopped me, and they're like, they gave me the wink face, so I bought them some fucking drinks. Not alcohol, right? But they wanted some refrescos, they told me. Right. Nobody really gives a shit, bro. It's a small a small ranchito. There's police there? There's and, yeah. And I'm like, I don't think they're from a rancho. I think they come from, like, like the ciudades. The big town. Yeah, because yeah, there's no fucking... I don't think there's police in ranchos, right? No. Um, but it's such a beautiful lifestyle. Like, it I is, remember right? just at night, just, like, fucking... I will go out with my cousins. We're, like, 10, 11... I don't even think we drank. Oh, yeah, we did drink beer and shit. But it was so gorgeous. And I'm just, I always think back in my mind, like, bro, I got to go back. And then I always think about the shit they talk about on the news and shit. So I'm like, are these guys just fucking lying to me or is this real? No, no. Look, is it real? Is it, is it, is it present? Or when you go, it's present and it's real. Are you going to see it? You're not going to see it. Way. You really are not going to see it. No matter how much you're looking for it and everything, you're not going to see it. You're going to see it if you go out at night. You're looking for it. And when I mean you're looking for it, you're looking for like you're looking for that shit to shit to buy, obviously. Or you go to these bars and you're just fucking First of all, don't even mean mug nobody. Just it's same same protocol as, as here. Don't mean mug nobody. Don't fucking talk shit and don't try to sell shit. If 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 you're just you going out there to have fun, you're not gonna see that shit. You really are not. You're not gonna see that shit. But That's is it present? It is present. I always wonder that because I'm like, I always in my head I'm like, dude, it's probably the same way Chicago is, right? Or yeah. any uh, or any other city where it's like, it is. like, bro, you're gonna have your very rough areas. But like you said, I think it's just, I think, dude, I tell you this, I I was I saw this interview long time ago about. A guy that was part of the Mara Sabatrucha, right? Down in El Salvador. Right. And remember, like, about... I don't know how long ago. It was probably, like, 10 years ago or a couple years ago. It was a while ago that they named the Mara Sabatrucha the world's most dangerous gang in the world. Right. And what what videos will they show? Ruthless, like... These motherfuckers were ruthless killers, right? And this guy was talking about, like, yeah, I was over there in El Salvador. I'm like... And the dude asked him, like... Oh, is it true? You guys are the most ruthless killers in the world. He's like, look, bro. Mara Sabatrucha is just like every other gang. We're not more violent than any other gang. Same thing, bro. I'm like, but what happens is that the media wants to portray us as these monsters, stone cold killers. Especially because like, we're from a different country. So over here, they portray us like we're the deadliest, worst motherfuckers you could ever be around. It's not nothing like that over there. I'm like, the way it is in the United States with gangs and shit... The same way over there. I'm like, you got your very rough areas. Yeah. You got your safe areas. And the rules apply, like you said. Over here, you know where to go, where not to go. You know, don't go here fucking around trying to start business with anybody. Just do your thing and you'll be left alone for the most part. That's all all it is. Because, like I said, I was... I mean, I left that bar after I told the guy, I'm like, oh, where I'm from, it's double the shot, you know. And he's like, where are you from? Immediately after that, I fucking, I paid and I'm like, I'm dipping. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. I'm scared, right? 
it was my first day there. And my cousin's like, dude, you, you got nothing to be worried about. He's like, they, he's like, people around here just want you to spend money. He's like, they're not going to fucking, he's like, are if, unless you're causing them fucking like a serious threat towards their territory or something like that, or you're trying to fucking move, make a move. He's like, but you ain't shit. You're just a fucking tourist make, uh, trying to sell money. I mean, trying to make, uh, make them money. He's like, he's like, don't, don't buy into that media hype. And th- and my cousin, he he lived over here. He lived over here for about eighteen years. He went to school over here, high school and everything. He just undocumented, so he went over there from emergency and he couldn't come back. So your cousin lit? Was he born here? He no, he was born over there. He's he's uh, he was over here uh, uh, illegally. But he went to high school here and everything. He went to elementary, middle school, and high school here. Oh, so he knows English, all that shit. Oh, so. he speaks English well and everything. But I, he left for, uh, on emergency one time when he was like 19. And then, uh, I mean, he's been over there since, right? So, I mean, I, I grew up with him. He's around my age. So he was pretty much giving me the rundown. And uh, I tell you what, I really got to take a piss away. Go ahead. Is this guy in the washroom no, he went to pick up Cedro. Oh, did he? Right. Yeah. I keep it rolling. Don't worry. Don't get locked in there again. Sorry, guys. Fucking Miguel went to go pee. So I'm I'm here by my lonesome. And if you don't know, go follow me at fucking at TikTok, Antonio Slim Govea. Or I think that's what it is. Wait, wait, wait. Antonio Slim Govea, baby. Go follow my ass. Actually, Miguel hooked it up because he got us these big-ass mega kawama straight from Mexico. I feel a little tipsy already. Hey, Miguel, I don't know how Bill Bird does this shit, a podcast by himself. Hell no. I already ran out of things to say. <sighs> what I do today... I lifted some weights, did some leg day, caught a little swole. That's pretty much it. Nothing interesting. When it fucking took a nap for two and a half minutes, two and a half hours. Dude, I swear. You left me for what? That was about what? One, one whole minute? That was the greatest minute of my life. I, I'll give it to Bill Burr. I don't know how that fucker does a podcast literally by himself for an hour. Oh, man. His, his, his podcasts are the best way. What does he do? Well, right. you know what? You're about to get tested because I'm about to go pee now. So what do you want me to do? Break down? Listen. Do your, your daily activity way. Well, it was a fucking regular ass day of my life at work. Working 10 hours. Didn't do much. Well, it's my birthday. Took donuts to work. No, today, Thursday, the 11th, my birthday. Took donuts to work. Uh, Work on engines. After the donuts, I ate with my six coworkers. Sat down in my chair. Closed my eyes for like about two hours. Woke up. Went to the restroom. Came back out, sat down, talked shit, 
Worked for about 30 minutes. Took a lunch. You know. Typical bum ass shit. I'll tell you what. That's the great thing about not working for one of these corporate bullshit ass fucking jobs, man. You just... You know, fuck off. For your birthday? I guess why not? Man, when I was in Mexico, the first day I got there. Sorry, guys, I'm back, and we're about to take a little Don Julio shot. Your birthday's mañana, then? No, today we. Oh shit, today we're about to take a little birthday shot with fucking bitch ass Miguel. The eleventh way. So what were you talking about? Oh, I did nothing all day at work, way, <laughs> and just stole money. Which is all I do. Nah, I'm a, I I have to warn you, I don't fuck with Don Julio that much. Oh, man, dude. I don't drink tequila. Like, the only time I drink tequila, like, the day my grandpa, I had to bury my grandpa. I finished, like, two bottles of tequila. What the fuck is this? Reposado. I'm gonna end up fucking sleeping over with. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, he could sleep over outside. You already know, wait. You already see I got the Mexico cobijas, wait. The thick-ass one. The thick-ass cobijas from Mexico with the lions that don't Hey, tell me why. I didn't get that in Mexico, wait. I got them fucking, like, hand-fucking-knit uh, cobijas. Man, it got fucking cold as hell. Like, during the day, it was 75 degrees, beautiful, all sunny. And at night, it got down to 30 degrees. I'm like, holy shit. And you know, in Mexico, there's no heaters or nothing. You just gotta blink it up and make sure you have a, a girl right next to you to stay warm. All right, Miguel, let's take this shot real quick before we carry on in this conversation. Wait. Yes, sir. All right, happy okay. birthday, asshole. Thank you, sir. I love you to death. I love you too, man. But still, big fuck you, because you're a Packers <laughs> fan. Salud. Oh, that's good for the warmth. Woo! Actually, that was not that bad. That wasn't bad. That was good. I don't drink much tequila. That was smooth, bro. I'm telling you, I'm not a big tequila guy. I fucking hate it, actually. The worst... You, I'm going to be honest with you. Because what do you drink the most with? I mean, beer, but if, uh, hard liquor, whiskey. And you're, motherfuck- you're one of those guys that drinks that shit straight up with. Like, you don't do chasers. You just straight up... I, I feel like... If I'm paying a lot of money for a bottle, I don't want to dilute it with ice or juice or anything. You know what? That's crazy because I didn't know that. I'm such a cheap motherfucker. That <laughs> Do you follow that guy that I talked to you about before? The whiskey guy? The old guy with the mustache? I don't know. He talks about whiskey. All he does is talk about, but I'm talking about high-end whiskey. He drinks yeah. like $100,000 bottles. Oh, shit. Like he will tell you what to do with the whiskey. He'll like pour the shot. Man, will... let me see if I can search that fucker up. CJ knows who, who it is. I don't know, but like, listening to, I've been listening to Bill Burr for, I don't know, eight years, nine years. And he was always big on whiskey and like cigars. And for those of you that don't know, Bill Burr is a fucking comedian, a legend. How to drink. Oh, Richard Patterson, we. I never heard of You him. never heard of him? Big fucking tight whiskey drinker. Like, but like I said, very high end whiskey, right? Right. And. He will, t- he will talk about story. This is what I le- this is how I learned this shit because I didn't know. Like you always told me that shit. That you know, whiskey is meant to be drunk and like drank it straight up. I feel like any any alcohol that's not vodka or rum, 
you drink straight up because vodka is pretty much just like rubbing alcohol. I fucking. Hate I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend more than like the cheapest bottle of fucking vodka, whatever you could find. Vodka is just rubbing alcohol. But even like you don't even like your whiskey with ice, right? No. You see, oh man, bro, this guy used to talk about that shit, and I'm like, text from the flavor. I I just I I probably just I not big on hard liquor, but. I mix it all the time, right? Like it's bucanas with fucking pineapple or whatever I drink, I mix. I never drink it straight up. Right. And. But can you, I mean, can you tell the difference? Hell yeah. Are you for real? Like the, the way you and my brother fucking Pancho does that, they could sip on Hennessy and shit like that. Straight up. I can't do that, bro. Like it fucking grosses me out. I got to get a little Hennessy, a little fucking. You know what's the best one I tried? That I didn't I, I somebody told me about this and I never tried it. I'm like, let me try this shit. I barely tried bucanas and topo chico or seltzer water. See, that's okay. Cause that's seltzer. That's good, bro. Yeah. It was fire as fuck. Yeah, like I'll I'll do my um like uh tangray, any tonic. I'll do it with I mean any tonic, uh any gin. I'll do it with uh tonic. Okay. Which is like a seltzer, right? I never drank that shit at gin and tonic. Yeah, I'll do like a gin and tonic. And I'll, I'll I mean, like tangeray. I'll do that all day. And I mean, you can still taste the fucking tangeray, the flavor of it. But to, to mix it with like a soda, like something sweet, like a juice. And like the, the sweetness overpower. Maybe because I don't drink sweet. I don't drink any soda or any juice. So if I were to do it, like the sugar would overpower immediately. But I don't know. I, I think like doing it straight up is the way to go. Especially, I mean, if you're going to invest, like, over $50 on a bottle, I mean, you owe it to yourself to fucking get the most out of that, man. Because if you're just going to dilute it with fucking juice and soda, it's like, what the fuck? This guy that I'm talking to you about, the Richard Patterson guy, what he does, he said, this is the proper way to drink whiskey, right? Uh-huh. But it's different because we're drinking to get fucked up, obviously, I don't right? know. If he's drinking $100,000 bottles, I mean, I'd listen to him. Oh, probably because what he goes, he's like, when you grab the... Well, yeah, he's talking about high-end liquor. You don't grab it and pound it and get drunk. He goes, you pour it. You he does it. He does a routine. He sniffs it three times. Right. He pours a little bit in his mouth. The first pour that he does, he puts it in his mouth and he lets it soak in his tongue for ten seconds. To get that taste. To get the taste, and then he starts moving it around his mouth. Yeah. And then after like thirty seconds, he finally just drinks it, right? And he goes. You. This is the way to drink with. You want to savor the the taste. The whole point of drinking whiskey is to savor the taste. Every whiskey has a unique taste. Right, especially because I mean it's aged in barrels for like ten fucking plus years. Yeah. Do you believe that shit? No. Th- here's the thing. It's not aged like you think it is. Like when they say it's aged for twelve years, it's not literally in a barrel for twelve years. Otherwise, it wouldn't be pounding this fucking product like bucanas. They're not pounding fucking 12 or 18 age fucking bottles like that continuously. All right, wait. This is getting interesting, wait. Because I always thought that shit. I'm like, you're telling me this bottle I drank, they put in the barrel for 18 years. No, what they do is these the barrels that they they put this alcohol in have been aged for 12, 18 years. It's the barrel. The barrel. It's the barrel that's aged. It's not the alcohol itself. Fun fact of the day. The alcohol in the barrel is maybe months, you know, but not years. 
The barrel itself is the, is the one that matters. It's like a, with the cigar. What matters is the soil. So it doesn't really fucking matter, the barrel. No, the barrel matters. Matters. The alcohol is... But I don't get it. So uh, if a barrel is aged for 40 years, yeah, it will give a different, a yeah. distinct taste, to, taste yeah. to that whiskey or whatever alcohol you have in it? Yeah. The barrel. Because the barrel's just been sitting there for fucking whatever. So it's getting all that fucking... Fuck you get all this, Miguel. You just sit up on YouTube all night? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, when you have no life, you fucking gain more knowledge. <laughs> Damn, I never knew that shit. I always thought... I'm like, but no, I never... I, I'm going to be honest with you. I never thought that. I never went... Man, this has to be age 50 years. Because I'm like, no, nah, it cannot be, bro. Because nah, these right. bottles are coming out left and right. Left can- and right, yeah, exactly. No, it's the barrel. The barrel that matters. Like, if you ever... Like, for those of you listening, go on... If you have Facebook or whatnot, or eBay, go and search for, like, a whiskey barrel 12 years or whatnot. Look it up. And look how much it goes for. You're gonna, you're, it's gonna go for a hefty price. It's not, it's not like a regular barrel. Just a straight barrel. Just a straight. barrel. Let me look this shit up right now. Just a straight barrel. There's the power of Google's, Miguel. Right. On eBay. On anything. I mean, just fucking look for a, an empty bar. Right, what should I barrel. type in? Fucking. Uh, empty fifty-year-old. Uh, barrel whiskey barrel, like or bourbon barrel, whatever you, whatever you, whatever you're looking for. It's gonna go for a hefty price. Cause then you make your own, your own homemade liquor and then you just throw it in there and let it sit for, let it marinate, pretty much. Wait, let me look this shit up. How do you even know how to spell whiskey? W h i s k e y. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure some fucking, some retard's looking it up right now. And be like, oh, that's not how you spell it. Well, fuck you, hypothetical person. <laughs> okay. Hold on, cause nothing's popping up here. Let's put thirty year old. I'm telling you, bro. Whiskey. Listen, look, look. Nothing pops up here. Look at this: empty whiskey barrels for sale. What's coming up? 600 bucks? Right. I'm going to be honest, nigga. I was thinking like $5,000 or something. Well, that's... Order that shit right now. That's just a cheap one way, but... You never thought about making your own beer? I thought about it once. So I, w- I was talking to Pancho because he's got these... Uh, he collects those fucking uh, Barbie dolls. He's got the... So I'm a big wrestling fan. And he's got some AEW shit. Never heard of that shit. <laughs> Ali. That's not AEW, Miguel. No, I know. I'm fucking drunk. Way. All Elite Wrestling. All Elite Wrestling. Is that like a new wrestling thing? or? It's been going on for like four or five years now. It's on TNT. And it's the one I remember how I, I would hit you guys up that I'm going to a wrestling show. And I would be like. At the Sears, they AEW when they'd come here, they'd go to the Sears Center, which seats about twelve thousand people at, in Hoffman Estates. I would be number three thousand out of fifty-five thousand people in line to get tickets. Away. Fifty-five thousand people? On God, I swear, I would be number three thousand out of fifty-five thousand people. Shout out to Todd if he's listening to this. 
He's witness. My boy Todd. Are you dead serious? I swear to God. Dude, why? So hold on. Let me get this straight. Because Pancho is so... If you, you, you've been here in the last podcast, we've been talking about wrestling. I know, and you guys get me mad because I'm like... What I was fuck? about to talk to you about that, but... AEW. Pancho was talking to me about AEW, and he's been hunting those figures, like those wrestling figures, everywhere. Bro, i seen them right now, and without even looking at, like, up front, I told him, that's Moxley. That's Penta. That's MGF. That's the Young Bucks. I knew straight up, and then I told... He he had one of Pac, and I'm like, oh, that's Pac. I was there at his first show ever here in Chicago when he fought for the belt, and he flipped it around, and it said right there, August 31st, 2019, Chicago, Illinois. So look at I was fucking there. Look at this is fucking crazy because I was thinking, and you tell me if I'm wrong, because like I said, I love wrestling when in the early 2000s. I like I just didn't like I just grew out of it like. I felt like I grew out of it, not because it, like I told Pancho, not because, because a lot of fucking wrestling fans are older people, you know? Oh, dude, I don't even want to mention what I've seen at this fucking yeah. shows that I go to. The, the only thing that me, I think I grew out of it because I don't buy into the characters now. Like, the characters are very corny to me now. Like, it's not the same thing to me. Like, bro, but, when I, I got, I got chill. Like, I, I, I was watching fucking Macho Man Randy Savage promos. Dude, I, I get chills right now hearing those. And I just don't see any wrestler not like who's Here's, the top wrestler right now? That you could say is probably the best wrestler in the world or the most worldwide famous. Most world or the most worldwide famous Most recognized. The most recognized wrestler in the world is gotta be probably Brock Lesnar. Right? Still? Yeah, easy. I thought it was that fucking AJ Styles guy. No, AJ Styles is up there in the best. Here's the here's the thing, recognizable and best are two different things. Well, who's right? the best Te- technical right? wrestler? Because you got your Connors, and then fuck off, and man. then you got your Habibs, and John Jones. You and, saw what Nate Diaz called Habib, huh? You saw what Nate Diaz called Habib. You got the champion, bitch, and won't fight. <laughs> Listen, the best wrestlers right now, Kenny Omega, hands down. Kenny Omega, hands down, best wrestler. Who the is that the nephew of the Omega guy? No. Because you saw the wrestler that Pancho got? That's Umaga. Uma- you see, I'm so off with this shit. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're doing. That's Umaga. That's an old school wrestler? Umaga? Yeah, right? Nah, it's f- 15 years back. That's not old school. Well, that was still around the time that I was seeing it. I don't know. I think, I think you kind of stopped when, Uma- when Umaga came in. Probably, because I stopped like in 2002, 2003. Yeah. Kenny Omega... He's in AEW. He was fighting in uh, New, Japan, New Japan. Bro, has some of the greatest matches of all time. But people don't know about this guy. He's fighting in the fucking Japan. He was wrestling in Japan. He's in AEW now. But here's the thing what happened with wrestling. Look, you say corny characters, right? Undertaker. Dead man. Is that not fucking corny? No, 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 no. You know what? I said it wrong. All the characters were fucking corny, right? They're all corny. All no, but I'm saying is that it, is this it? guy, at least, like, the Undertaker, Stone Cold, like, go like this. When you look at Macho Man Randy Savage, you know now that that motherfucker was not realistic. But I know. But in terms of these guys at least Tony, bought Tony. into their character. No, I know. They buy into the character. I mean, social media kind of kills a lot of shit right now. But look, put yourself back at fucking seven-year-old. You're going to believe that shit. Nowadays, you're older, obviously. I never believed that shit, though. 
And nowadays you're older. But here's the one thing. When you watch a scary movie, when you go to watch a scary movie, what do you think? Like, it's fucking fake, right? How am I going to get scared of this? No. No, I still think it. I, I fucking hate scary movies. Buy into this shit. You know what the fuck you're watching. Buy into this shit. The fucking. Here's the thing, though. I'll give you this. The greatest promotion of all time is the WWF, WWE, right? WWF. Here's the thing that happened, though. Uh, Linda McMahon. Which is the wife of Vince McMahon. The wife of Vince McMahon. She went into politics, right? She's she's part of the she was yeah, part I of the, the Trump she was part of the Trump cabinet, right? Oh, was she? Yeah, she's Republican. Oh, shit, I didn't know. So, in order to keep a, a clean cut image, she had a cut. The uh, WWE decided to cut back on a lot of stuff, right? And to get contracts and to stay away from like uh, steroid. I mean, they were they were big on these fucking steroid shit, right? You could go back, Arsenio Hall, Dave Meltzer. I mean, if you guys could look this up. It was serious shit, right? So it kind of like... Which is stupid. Right? It is like, stupid. Like Joe Rogan. You, you heard the fucking podcast Joe Rogan the Undertaker? No. Joe uh, fucking Undertaker's been doing podcasts since he's retired, Taker right? So did he a, Taker did a podcast? Yeah, with Joe Rogan. No fucking, fucking awesome, dude. And he talked about the steroid era. And I agree with Joe Rogan. It was like... It's like testing the rock for when he's making a movie. Like, are you on steroids? Motherfucker, these guys are... Who gives a fuck? Yeah, who gives a fuck, dude? Especially with the shit they put their, their bodies through. So anyways, like nowadays, like the WWE, I understand why they're losing a lot of fucking fans, even though they're they're making more money now than they've, they've ever been because they got that contract from Fox, from uh, SmackDown. But I mean, it's kind of hard to follow a fucking story when they don't have a story and it's kind of hard to fucking follow a story too when the action is like limited. AEW gives you that. They give you some of that, not to the exact what it used to be, but they gave you a certain extent. So now, it, tell me this. Is AEW, because I'm looking at AEW like they were like ECW, like those that were kind of more hardcore guys. It's it's there, but it's not. I mean, ECW was extreme, right? But it's more like closer to WCW or WWF back in the day. Not there exactly, but it's kind of there. I mean, dude, if it wasn't for the pandemic... Every year, I, I've gone to every show that they've, I mean, I was number 3,000 out of 55,000 people in line. I was number 10,000 out, out of 55,000 people in line. Dude, the, these shows, you go to these so shows. So how many AEW events have you been to? Three. Shout out to my boy Todd. Now look at, because <laughs> answer me this, because honestly, I always thought that AEW was like a lower tier wrestling. Like team. a house show? Yeah, I understand. Because people think that. Or maybe I'm wrong because I'm not into this shit. Because it, it was, it was technically like, okay, so th- what they call indie independent circuits. Hey, you want something? These fuckers texting me. You want something from Maxwell's? Uh, I mean, yeah. You whatever. want our, because we get double cheese and a Polish. That's fine. And then, uh, so AEW, what it was, was similar to like a house show, which a house show would be like, you go to like your rinky-dink local stadium that holds 5,000 people and watch a crazy show that has no like big money production behind it. So AEW had a lot of fucking, a lot of following. And then the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the cons. There you go. That's the guy I was talking about. The son bought AEW. 
billionaire backed up this fucking company, got contracts with TNT, put a lot of money into this. So they started signing people like Kenny Omega, who Kenny Omega was an independent guy from Japan. The Young Bucks, independent guys again. Those are the guys that Pancho has? Those like weird dressing guys? The Luchadors, yeah. John Moxley, who was part of WWE as uh, Dean Ambrose, if anybody recognized the name. He's got, I mean, MJF, who's a fucking heel, who's like the modern day uh, Chris Jericho. Oh, Chris Jericho is in, is in uh, AEW. You know, Dustin Rhodes, people knew as Goldust. His brother, Cody Rhodes, is the president. I mean, this is he all He got his son in there, too. No, it's, I mean, Cody and Dustin. Oh, they're brothers. Yeah, they're brothers. Cody's the president. And then, like, Sting, Arn Anderson are there. And I, these are all those cool guys. I, I don't expect anybody to know. Because I, I, I just, like I said, I knew I was wrong because I'm like, these AEW figures that Pancho was buying, like, you couldn't find them nowhere, dude. Like, they were sold out. Like, you oh, couldn't even dude, hit the I'm shelf you, and like, they would get sold out. I'm telling you, like. So I'm like, like when I'm when I'm big. telling you when I when I'm telling you I was number three thousand out of fifty five thousand people in line to get these tickets, and and then you go to these shows right, and we're in the parking lot tailgating right, and it's like hundreds of people, and they're giving out free food, free alcohol. It's like people randomly just that like they'll they'll throw down on the grill and like yeah hey, yeah just come through you know. Have a free burger, free shop, whatever. They're selling little like memorabilia for like five bucks. Like, yeah, go ahead. Everybody's like, yeah, well, fuck it. We'll, we'll put in. We'll put in if you're selling. If you're giving us free burgers and shit like that, right? Yeah. Everybody's having a good time. It's like a fucking family way. At the same time, I'll, I'll tell you this: a lot of the people there, the majority, are they look like Pancho. They're in their forties and they're there with like fucking their moms and whatnot. <laughs> you you do see a lot of that. You do see a lot well, of. Well, you see. Uh, all these guys that buy up all these wrestling figures, like Pancho, like I said, Pancho's out every morning hunting like toys and shit like that. It's usually older fucking older dudes that yeah, buy this I, shit. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised. Like me, I'm 28. I'm going to these fucking shows. My boy Todd, shout out Todd. He beats me by 20 years. He's 48. But, I mean, it's a diff. If you. I mean, we love this shit. I got to drink my Mega Kawama you brought me from. That's what's up. I never grew First up. First of all, there was three of these bitches. <sighs> no, here's what, here's what happened. So, I was only... Wait, did you open that already? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Enjoy. Thanks, we. Enjoy, because that, that shit cost me... I was trying to, so I, obviously I left an emergency because I left, my grandpa passed away on the 1st, and the 31st we were past, we were fucking getting drunk at, at your crib, uh, at, 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 Hey, I want to shout out Miguel, and hey, we're still recording right now, for getting me this fucking mega kawama, he came through in the clutch. <laughs> sorry, Miguel, sorry to cut you out, what's up? So, my luggage, I was only able, able to bring back a certain amount. So, for sure, I was gonna bring back a bottle for my cousin who was covering my shifts at the restaurant. At the restaurant, I work pass at me a, a cup now. I work at a restaurant on the weekends. Whatever cup is right there. Okay. 
So for sure I was going to bring back his bottle. And then I had four bottles more to bring. Because when I showed up to the airport, I had seven bottles in total in my in my luggage. It was mainly fucking alcohol. This for you, wait. Because oh. we got to take one more shot, wait, before this ends. Thank you. My aunt that, that, that was like with me at the time. Traveling. Ooh, it even tastes like Mexico. <laughs> she brought her. You were only allowed 25 kilos. To the co- co- cocaine? <laughs> nah, pounds. You know, it was like 55 pounds. Pounds of cocaine. 25, 55 pounds. She went over by like five fucking pounds, right? So me being the fucking good guy to my aunt. I'm like, okay, well, I'll take some stuff out of my luggage so you can bring some stuff over. So I had to take out a bottle of Siete Leguas. Tequila. I get my cousin who took us to the airport. I guess I'm like here. It's for you. And she still was over. So I was like, "Fuck!" Now I got to take out another kawama. And we barely made it. So I was only bring four kawamas and one bottle of tequila. So the one bottle of tequila was for my cousin who was covering me. I guarantee. I guaranteed him I was gonna bring that because he covered. How long you know your cousin for? I mean. How long have we been alive? All right. He's good. Okay. Right. I was about to say, we known you for, how long we known you for now? 14 years? Uh, maybe like 16, 17. I mean, 16? Six, 16, 15, around there, right? I right, about to say, how old is your cousin? Because if he's 13, I'm going to fucking punch you right nah, now. Nah, he's 24. Right, I, guess, I guess that's a pass. So then, that left me with four kawamas that I had. Two of them were for my boy Chilango and El Comandante. Who I've known for nine years now. All right, All right so th- <laughs> those motherfuckers should be exited out of here. Hey, but they hit me up first. They hit but me up first. Who's your for, boys for life? I man. know. Well, I bought you and Pancho one, and I figured Cedro. Cedro <laughs> wouldn't mind. I said, I know. I figured I'm like Cedro wouldn't mind because he don't really drink. I'm like, uh, you know, whatever. You know what? I forgot. I didn't even know where I put the top. I was gonna keep this bitch intact. I'll find it right now. I don't know what the fuck I did with it. Cause I'm the one that fucking, I'm the one that popped it open. Damn, bro, they don't sell these here, right? Nah, they don't. You weren't drinking these over there? I drank one. One. Uh, I think it was like the second day I got there. I went down to, to the pool hall. And I'm like, I'm gonna buy like a six pack or something. Cause that night, I have uh, I have a booth thing out there, right? And that, that night, I was going to go see her. You got a little thing over there? But here's, a, over here's there? the thing about Mexico and the rancho. If you don't have Wi-Fi, you're fucked. Because <laughs> you're not going to get signal. So that night after the Rosario, because after, in, you know, in our, in our culture, when somebody dies for nine, nine days. Is it seven or nine days? Nine days. You do a... Uh, like you pray and stuff like that for them. So after the after the the whole thing, my cousin's like, "Hey, we're gonna go." My cousin who I was with, who came with, who went with me, he's like, "We're gonna go to this one place and whatnot." I'm like, "Nah, I'm okay. I'm gonna go to my my grandma's house from my mom's side, right?" I'm like, "I'm okay." He's like, "Okay." So I go walking, 
And I and the day before, I told the girl I was gonna go see her. I had I had been talking to her her for like a year. And this is a girl that I'm thinking like, all right, maybe. You gonna get married with her? Yeah. <laughs> no, like legit, legit. I'm I'm serious. Like, you were falling, Miguel. It's not that I'm falling. It's it's that she's the type of girl that I'm thinking like, all right, I could get down with. That you could cuff her and bring her over here? Yeah. God damn it. She'll cook, clean, and I'll do all that thing. Miguel, Miguel, you have not changed since I met you. No. So, so I'm going down and I realize I'm like, I don't have any fucking Wi-Fi and I'm not connected to my grandma's Wi-Fi. And it's like 730 at night and my grandparents, my, mind you, my grandparents are like 88, 90. It's 7 o'clock at night and they're in their bedroom locked and everything. I'm like, oh. They're sleeping. So I'm like, I'm fucked. I can't even make a call. So then I go to my cousin's house who who I was with. And he's not home. But I'm standing outside his house. And luckily, the night before, I had connected to his Wi-Fi. So I call my mom. And I'm like, hey. I'm like, I went to my grandma's, but she's sleeping. It's 7.30. She's like, no, your grandma's awake. She just, she just went inside because it's cold. I'm like, I don't want to wake her up. She's like, no, she's awake. Um... She, so she called her. She's like, just go over. I go over. My grandma comes outside. She's like, how come you didn't knock? I'm awake. I'm like, oh, I didn't want to wake you up, you know. She starts cooking food. I, you know, eat, whatnot. And then next door, I'm, she goes back inside. She's like, oh, well, we're going to go to sleep. It's like eight something. I'm like, okay. I go to the store. I get a kawama. I get two of them, actually. And I just sit on the balcony because... There's one thing that I didn't take for granted when I was over there. The view? The fucking view way. Yeah, I saw your Snapchats, bro. They were fucking gorgeous. But at night, like, you you have no fucking, like... You hear the wolves? Not only the but not just that, but, like, you have no, like, fluorescent lights going on, right? And you see all the stars and shit? You see all the stars. Dude, I'm seeing hundreds of fucking stars at night. You see the mountains and everything. And I'm just... I pull up a chair... I, I'm I'm able to get to the roof of, of my grandma's house. She's got a two-story house. But you're able to climb up to the roof. It's, it's pretty easy. I put up a lawn chair up there. Got two beers. And I'm just fucking watching the stars. And I'm just chilling there. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, I, ha- I it's been a while since I've seen so many fucking stars in my life. And then well, my... That, that's the... That, that's what I'm telling you. Like the last time I went, I was what I was ten years old. I don't know, but the vivid image in my head that I could remember from my last trip to Mexico was, dude. I remember the night times. It will get chilly. I remember the night times, dude. It, we would just be in the, like, cause my, I li- I used to go with my my tío that had this like. I don't like. We lived in the rancho, but it was like eight houses in the eight houses in the circle. It was all our family. He had like fucking cows, everything, uh-huh. and then. I just remember the nights, dude. I would look up in the sky, bro, and you see all the fucking... You see shooting stars. You see sure, everything, I, I, bro. I can't count how many shooting stars dude, I've seen. and it was... There. That's how crazy it is. I was so young, but I remember how beautiful that sight was. I would, And then it will always, I will always think like, man, dude, I can't wait to go back there. I always want to go back there just because... It's just the beauty of it. Because like I said, I, you sent me Snapchats in the morning, like the crack of dawn. I'm like, damn, bro, that, this fucking dude has a nice-ass view over there. It was beautiful, way. 
And then like cooking tamales like on the fucking on the fire with like wood fire like right there and then everything is just fucking like simple but it's so fucking beautiful and great. So then like I'm I'm fucking like just watching the stars and my cousins that live there one of my cousins was getting married the next day and she was staying at my grandma's house that night. And she shows up and she's like, "What are you doing?" you know? I'm like, "I'm just watching the stars." And she's like, "What the fuck?" You know, she's like, what the fuck? Like, are you okay? And I'm like, it's because I don't get this view, of, you know, back back in Chicago. I don't get this view. And the fact that I'm actually witnessing this, I'm like, I want to savor this moment. Because I'm like, you don't know what this means. I'm like, it might be to you every day, but to me, it's like, what the fuck? Well, that's what I'm telling you. It's, not, it, it's the same thing it. when your family comes from Mexico to the United States. And I seen people come from fucking Mexico here, right, to visit us, and they would look at when we the used city to the downtown, and they're like, "Oh my god, the train! What the fuck is that? It's amazing!" Yeah. And to you, it's like it's a fucking train. It's a train, big, yeah. But you don't realize that this is shit that they don't see over there, right? You know, this everyday life to us. That's why I try to my I try my best now. That now that we're getting no. I don't like saying getting older because I'm like, we're young as fuck still, right? Right. But, you know, we're growing up. We're becoming fucking men, men. You're and I'm like, more knowledge. Getting more knowledge every day. And now I feel like I have to appreciate shit. Like, sometimes I go to downtown and shit when I go hunting with toys with Pancho and Cedro. And I look at, I look at the, the skyline, like the Chicago skyline, right? And I'm like, I try to take it in more. Now, right? Because before it was like, hey, whatever, fucking Chicago. I live here all my fucking life. But you don't realize how precious shit is. Like, to other people that come here, it's like, you've been to downtown with the tourists, like, holy fuck, the Sears Tower. What the fuck? I've never seen anything like this. And then I think, like, to myself, I'm like, dude, how lucky am I to see this fucking building every day of my life? You know? Yeah, that's true. You get fucking, after a while, you get tired of it. But somebody else is going to be like, I want to see that. Now, do I know how we tied in AEW wrestling to this? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> AEW is shit, man. But I, I, going back to fucking wrestling, because we're going all over the place. Who was your personal favorite wrestler of all time? Of all time? I got to give you top five or just my all time one? Give me one? top five. Top five? From five to one. Number five. I'll go Kenny Omega. Give me so many great matches. The fucking beast. He's still going strong. I, I actually kind of pulled up here at Google still. Kenny Omega's 37? He's 37? Yeah. He's still relatively young. He's the champion right now at AEW. And they, I thought it was that Joe Moxley guy. John Moxley. Wait. John Moxley? He beat John Moxley? No, John Moxley's uh no, he beat Jericho. John Moxley's uh Intercontinental United States champion. Um number four I go Jericho. Fucking played the heel. Now look it. To the fucking core. I've been like I said, I've been balls deep into wrestling lately. I've been seeing all bunch of documentaries, wrestling videos. Uh-huh. They they I, I saw this YouTube video. It was like the top ten craziest entrances in the in wrestling history. Oh, Jericho's entrance. Jericho uh, was number one. 
when he finally got introduced to WWF. Yeah, because it was such a long away. I guess he was such a big hype outside Y2K. of Y2K. Yeah. Y2K. When he came out with to like the Rock. The, he came out with the fucking like his hair tied yeah. and shit with the silver shirt. Yeah. And shit was raw as fuck. We're going to break the world's yeah. down. Yeah. But look, you, even then, I didn't know why it was so big. I guess he was so hyped outside of WWF. He was like. It was, I mean, in WCW, he was good. But I I wouldn't say he was like the top dog in WCW, but he was good. And WWF gave him that that platform to showcase himself. So who's number three? So Jericho four. Jericho four. Number three, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, you gotta get it, my boy. My boy Eddie Guerrero. Latino he, bro. He was like when he so beat, cold killer. When he beat Lesnar for the fucking title, dude. You know what's crazy? Like I said, I'm and then ball. the fucking party they threw for him that fucking. Next day in Raw, I'm balls shit. deep into this shit. So they told me like Eddie Guerrero was the first guy that was that small to ever win the World Heavyweight Champion, and that nobody thought that somebody that small could win it because it wouldn't be. They said everybody knows uh, it's scripted, right? But they said that it wouldn't be believable for somebody that small to be a uh, uh, somebody like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. But that Eddie Guerrero Guerrero was so skilled. That he will make that match seem so realistic that people will buy it, bro. And people bought that shit. When he frog splashed Lesnar, pinned him, celebrating with his mom ringside. The next day at Raw, they're throwing confetti. Mexican flag comes out. They start off Raw with this shit. They're fucking celebrating Guerrero. Got the song going, everything celebrating him. Come WrestleMania twenty. New York City, he wins. Banwa wins. They're fucking celebrating brothers. I mean, he when Guerrero passed away, man, they fucking had that that, that show for him. Well, the everything. Chris Banwa was fucking crying his fucking but, eyes out. Right, they had they had that show, and I mean, the, the they bring the lowrider out. You know, everybody's looking at it. Fucking, I remember that day show. too, bro. Shawn Michaels has a show for him. Fucking Banwa, Triple H. You name it, man. Everybody fucking lay their heart out for him. And it, it, in it Minnesota, tells you how in Minnesota, big was I remember, I remember that fucking night, man. I remember that night too. I was at my cousin's house, and every my cousins were my everybody was drinking, and this I knew that how Eddie Guerrero had an impact on especially Latino community, right? Mexican community was he was huge, bro. I remember they just announced it. Oh, Eddie Guerrero has passed away. Everybody just stopped. In their tracks, everybody like, what the fuck? I might have been like 13, man. Yeah, I remember that shit, bro. It was so unexpected, bro. It was so unexpected. Passed away in Minnesota in his hotel room. Yeah. But I saw that, like I said, I saw the documentary with with Eddie Guerrero and Chris Bowen say, like, yeah, when we first met, we fucking hated each other. I didn't like this motherfucker at all. But then they got so fucking, Yeah. they became like best friends. They came from WCW and they went to the WWF and, 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 Guerrero did not go. Guerrero went from WCW. He went to the fucking house circuits. He didn't make it to WWF. And then he made it to WWF. And then he became something, man. That motherfucker had heart, man. Heart for his fucking size, man. And the way he played his fucking character, he had fucking heart, man. I I would put him number one, but number one is hard to top. Number two. Hold on, that's. All right, I was about to say that's number three. So who's number two? That's number three, man. Number two. Man, number two out of fucking respect, and just cause, as a fucking five year old kid, man, this is the one guy that like, kind of got me started into all of it. Is Rock the Rock? Man. Okay, 
The Rock got me into all this, man. Fucking, if it wasn't for The Rock, I wouldn't be into. And shout out to Mark. I think I had Rock number two too. My my cousin Marco. Like he's a big Rock fan, big Green Bay Packer fan, pack, and big Cub fan. Like he's the one that got me into all this. So he struck out Dude, two out of three times already. Marco was <laughs> well, Mark. Like everything Marco liked, I would like because like Marco's like my big brother. He was a big rock fan, and I remember like living with him, like a five, four or five year old kid. So he's the one that we should blame for this shit. I mean, pretty much. He's a Packer fan. I'm a Packer fan. But the Rock, like, he gave me so so many great memories, and he's the reason I I started liking, you know, wrestling. But definitely, like, the number one wrestler I've ever seen in my life, just fucking showcase, could talk the talk, walk the walk, you name it, no doubt. HBK, San Antonio's finest. Heartbreak Kid. I was about to say. I'm like, Heartbreak Kid is a fucking savage. Now, fuck you, Miguel. Because Stone Cold's supposed to be in that list, bro. Nah. Hell! Stone Cold, Stone Cold over The Rock. Hell, no. what are you talking about? Most important? Yeah. But my list? No, not my list. This is my list. I love HBK. HBK is one of my favorites. But no, Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Oh. Bro, HBK gave me Elimination Chamber, Royal Rumbles. He fucking. He also gave you the fucking, the fucking. What, what's it called? Toronto Screwjob. Oh, Montreal Screwjob. The Montreal Screwjob, bro. He also gave you that shit. I don't give a fuck over Bret Hart. That was before <laughs> me. That was before me. Fuck him. Although, if you look into that shit, that's just fucking crazy. It was. Oh, crazy. you were talking. You were talking about the documentaries. Those are, those shits are fucking scary, man. Dude, listening to that fucking shit, the fucking music and everything. Dude, the Miss Elizabeth, Miss Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth one. Yeah. Oh, you were well, you seeing them? Oh, dude, I've seen those years ago. Oh, wait. I told you, bro. I told Pancho, I'm like the dark side of the ring. You know which one was crazy as fuck, man, bro? I just heard about him again today. I forget his name, but I just seen it. Ben Watts? No, 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 no. It was the barbarian or the. They killed him in Puerto Rico. Oh, I don't remember that one. Wrestler, let me see. Because Ben Watts was the first one, but the Miss Elizabeth Elizabeth one was fucking crazy. Right, he she ended up dead with uh, Lex Luger. Lex well, no, Luger. no, she died and then Lex Luger died eventually. But no, but she she died when she, she died. was with him with, with in them. the apartment. Yeah, with him, with him. Yeah, she she. Oh, okayed. the Bruiser Bruiser Brody. Yeah. You you didn't see that one? I haven't seen that one. Oh fuck, Miguel, that's the craziest one. But. There was also a... Bruiser Brody was their first wrestling match for Undertaker. In the Undertaker's first ever wrestling match was versus Bruce Brody. I remember you talking about it. I got to see that one. But those those shits are... I got to show you some other ones. It's not Dark Side of the Ring, but it's an, it's it's another like series of, of it. Like... I mean, wrestling is... is like these, the shit that these motherfuckers are going through, it's fucking crazy. Well, I'll tell you this. I told Pancho, we were talking about how fucking, especially fucking a lot of people, well, wrestling is fake. It's fucking, I'm like, well, we all know it's entertainment. We, it is But fake. I'm like this. When I hear stories from Power fake. The Undertaker. Sopranos the fake. The Walking Dead fake. Yeah. Dude, of course it's fake. It's entertainment. These guys, like the Undertaker, like, yeah, I got 20 something surgeries that, that tells you otherwise. I'm like, bro. You know what? That's what I, that was my point actually. What I was telling you, I think I kind of fucking grew out of it, not because of oh I'm getting older. No, because I love wrestling. But you know, I told you the characters 
are not believable no more. Like the characters before would live that character, right? Which was good and which was also bad, right? Because it affected yeah. their outside life. But one other thing that I said that the Undertaker said that he was getting in trouble for, that he just came out and said that the wrestling right now is soft, right? Compared to what they did. It and is. that's what I'm telling you. The wrestling, like, but I also get it. Now you're like a big corporation and everything. You have to get, you cannot be that. Cr- Bro, there's this guy. You remember the skits he used to do? Yeah. Like, oh, you couldn't sh- do those skits no more. <laughs> I remember fucking Lita. I, I didn't know Vince McMahon said the N-word, right? Oh, when yeah. Fucking, and I'm like. With John Cena. You can't do that shit no more. I remember Lita having a fucking miscarriage on TV. <laughs> yeah, like. I remember Lita having sex with Edge on TV. Do you remember Trish Stratus? Oh, yeah. Like, getting, that shit would not fly anymore. Getting fucked by Vince. Bro, there's this guy on AEW called Luchasaurus. He's like 6'7". Look this motherfucker up, man. Luchasaurus. What's his name? Luchasaurus. And what? In what corporation? AEW. This motherfucker's like 6'7", 250 almost, all right? Austin Madison? Right. He, he, Luchasaurus, though. You think Mexican, right? Luchador? Yeah, this motherfucker huge. Fucking huge, right? So. Jacked as fuck. We're at this show, right? He's he comes out with like Jungle Boy and shit like that. You, I like how we say he's huge as fuck. He's six five. He'll be like a point guard in the NBA. Well, yeah. NBA, he's Cedro's height. He's Cedro's height. Well, Jack though. <laughs> anyways, we you see this guy on, on the show? He don't speak or nothing. He's he's a mute. He's a lucha. He's a luchador. He's a, he's a fucking mute. After the show, if you stay, if you go to these shows live. For one hour after the show, they still continue to fight. So, I'm at the show live after the after the show. He's part of the segment for one hour. And this is not on camera anymore. This is just fucking house shows. After the show, uh, they start throwing out the t-shirts and everything. And he starts talking. And he's talking like a PhD fucking Harvard graduate nerd. I'm like, I look at my boy Todd. I'm like, is this Luchasaurus the fucking, <laughs> the fucking mute, the the big dog? I'm thinking this guy's Mexican. He's like, he's like, yeah, dude. He's like, what the fuck's up with his voice? I'm like, I'm like, dude. He sounds like, he sounds like fucking a PhD fucking Harvard nerd. Hold on, hold that thought, cause I I actually want to ask you a question about that shit, cause I didn't know motherfuckers kept the show rolling after the cameras cut. Yeah, they do. All right, wait. Bill Burry for the next 30 seconds. Bill Burry for the next what? 30, 30 seconds? Man. Oh, what the fuck? Growing up, watching wrestling, man. Uh, Gengar. I was scared of that motherfucker. I was like a five-year-old kid. This dude's a vampire. Here's a, I don't know, I don't know if it was because I was a kid or that shit was believable, but I used to have fucking dreams about, nightmares about that shit. Hope you guys are enjoying this. That shit's fucking whack. Who the fuck wants to listen to us talk? If you're listening to this right now, let me tell you something. You're a loser. (laughs) 
Hey, fuck you, Miguel. <laughs> we worldwide famous now, right? <laughs> Why do I feel like you got drunk off one shot and four fucking Pacificos? Hey, I was told 7.45 and you got here like at 9.45. I, I got was- here... First of all, I cut my workout short for for a year, right? And I was drinking at work. One more Don Julio before your birthday ends, wait. All right. I was drinking at work. Man, I'm already fucking drunk, right? I didn't even get this drunk at fucking Mexico. First of all, Pancho told me. Pancho like, Miguel said we're going to get drunk. I'm like, fuck yeah. Definitely. So what do you say, Miguel? For what? Now that you're getting older and shit in. I'm realizing that retiring at 67 is a bad deal. Here's the thing. My grandpa passed away at 79. His wife, my grandma, passed away at 79. I realize if I, if I retire when I'm 67... Their last fucking 10 years of their life, they spent in hospitals. I'm like, that shit's fucking overrated, man. It's just something you can't do. My goal, obviously, obviously you don't want to, you know, work your full fucking life. But if I could make it to 50 and I have my house made in Mexico, even if it's not a lot of money, but a decent amount of money. I'm hightailing out of here and fucking... I'm gone, dude. It's a simple life. I don't give a fuck. To me, the simple life is a happy life way. Well, that's why I always told everybody. I'm like this. Because... Now, this is the first time I ever hear you talk like this, right? And I'm like... I mean, you know, having my grandpa pass away, that shit made me think a lot. And I see, like, Pancho took a big jump quitting and now doing what he's doing... Like living, I I hear him talk. We were talking before you got here, and he's talking with fucking passion. I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, he loves what he does. And I'm like, that's not bad. Well, cause you realize that, just like you said, this is what I I was I was thinking like you know like. When I fucking when I moved on from my previous job, and I talked to you before when I did it right, cause I know you did the same thing. Right. right, and I was asking you a question like, "Look, Miguel, you h- h- how is it?" And you were telling me like, "Hey, look it, it's gonna, it's a big jump, right? Because you've been at this job for a long time, whatever." But I looked at it like this, like you just said right now. The lifespan, the average lifespan here in the United States, is, I think it was seventy three or seventy five years old, right? So, what's the age of retirement? Sixty seven. Sixty seven, right? So you're telling me. That I have to work. When did you start working? Like 17, 18? At least. I started at 11. 11. <laughs> well, let's say 11. like technically, officially, legally working. Like what, 16, 17, 17 18? Yeah. Let's say 18, right? Let's round it up to 20. 67 is retirement. So that's 20. That's 47, 49 years, right? So you start working at 18. And they tell you in 49 years, you can retire. And you can live your best life for seven years. Get the fuck out of here, Miguel. I was thinking in the terms of you're telling me that I have to live my whole fucking life. It, this is your life. 
for 60 for 47 years wake up go to work nine to five come home eat spend time with your family sleep and repeat for fucking 47 years bro my, my supervisor cannot retire because he's got cancer and the insurance insurance the insurance he can't retire because of insurance because if it wasn't for the insurance he'd be fucking paying like over two a quarter million god so damn he, needs, it. he needs the insurance otherwise he'd be retired and i was like man like he's like 65 and it's like man you literally you're not even gonna enjoy like the final years of your life i i feel like he kind of like recognizes that because you you when he speaks about it like you kind of hear the pain in his voice and that's fucking sad. I'm like, holy shit. Like, he he understands that he doesn't have much life left. But the fact that he doesn't want to, like, in case he does have life left, he doesn't want to be living it in depth. I'm like, that's so fucking sad, dude. Well, look at you Go like this, Miguel. Think about how, like, everybody that we went to high school, we went to fucking elementary school with, right? Even college. A couple of them made it to have successful careers, right? Some of them are fucking borderline. Some of them, you know, not doing so well. But when you look back, everybody's in the same way. Everybody's in depth. Everybody's complaining about something. I mean, it's, it's, that's how you judge successfully, right? Because I've been in jobs where I was able to make six figures. And I've been in jobs now that I I don't make that. Or if I make that, I have to work my fucking ass off to make that, right? But what is... I was working less and making more, and I was unhappy. And I'm working more and, and not making as not as as enough. And I'm happy. It's how you judge successfully, right? Because there's people that... I mean, if if you if you're making a shitload of, like how I judge success is if if I'm talking to you and you're talking to me all good and happy and you, you're gloating about your life and you're like hey this is what I'm doing hey this you know I'm happy about this and I'm like holy shit that that dude's fucking happy he's making it but if you're talking to me and you're like I don't even want to talk about this I'm like, ah. Maybe he's not. Maybe there's need, he needs a push. And I've been there. I've been in both. Right? I was down in the gutter before. Your brother's your brother and, pa, and Cedro had to fucking slap me around and wake me up. I mean, you showed up, dude. You know, you seen me at my worst. And some would say if they were where I was at at that time, they were making it. And I didn't feel like I was making it. But... I mean, it's how you judge successfully. Well, that that's what I told you. You know, I, I remember those days when you were going through that shit. And I remember telling you, look it. It's not about how much money you make. It's about if you're happy what you're doing. And that's why I tell people. The way I measure success. And everybody always gets people this shit confused. I'm not talking about being a millionaire here. I'm not talking about. You're making three hundred thousand a year. No, I'm talking about doing what you want to do with your life. 
every day, right? There's some motherfuckers that quit their job and travel the world in their minivan and live in their minivan for fucking a whole year. Traveling around the fucking whole United States, right? That's what they want to do. And I remember seeing this documentary of this fucking dude going around his minivan in the whole United States. And he would go, I would drive, show up to certain states. I would have to make some money, so I will do a little side jobs here and there. And then I would travel again. And that's it. That's what I like to do. That's what I'm telling you, like, some motherfucker might be a doctor that has to work seven days a week. He's on call every day, but he makes a million dollars a year. And some motherfucker makes fucking eight dollars an hour, makes 30 grand a year. But he's off every weekend and he spends that time with his family, fucking taking his kids fishing or going camping. Right. And that motherfucker's happier than the guy that makes one million dollars. Yeah. It's all based on you. It's all based on what the fuck you want to do. Right. But you got to make that decision. Oh, shit. (laughs) Spilled tequila on the left half. That's all right. But you got to make that decision. Like, you got money now. You got that fucking TikTok money. (laughs) I know, right? Fuck it. Hey, your brother was telling me he's like, how come you don't do any like podcasts or any sport podcasts or something? I know that's what he. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, dude. Here's the thing. I don't have the personality for that shit. Second of all, I don't give a fuck about fucking putting my opinion out there because I feel like my opinion is like a fucking dumbass's opinion. Well, Miguel, how the fuck you think they make podcasts, dude? Yeah, I mean, you get one dumbass and you got a hundred thousand po- dumbasses like follow them. Then you're very fucking roughly. Here's the thing. There's one. There's only two podcasts that I really listen to. Slim Fats. There you go. And uh, Bill Burr's podcast. And here's the thing about Bill Burr's podcast. He's the most self fucking deprecating person like you he'll talk shit about himself all the time if he wants to lose weight you know what he does he stares in the mirror and he's like look at you fat ass you fucking can't fucking walk a mile without running out of breath and shit like that that's what he does you know well that's what you gotta do that's what you gotta do no but that's what he puts in that's what he puts in your mind like that's the type of shit he does so i mean I tell myself all the time, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know what? I know what the fuck I'm talking about, this and that. But then I'm like, uh, I sound like a fucking dumbass. I sound, no. like, I sound like one of those fucking mouth-breathing talking heads on, on, on ESPN. They just go on there and be like, Tom Brady's overrated type of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, what the no, fuck? nigga, I'm I'm here to clarify it. Wait, you sound worse than that. I probably do. <laughs> I wouldn't even doubt it. Wait, I wouldn't even doubt it. All right, fuck it, nigga. Look it. It's two day, two minutes before your birthday ends. We're oh, gonna shit. end it with this fucking shot. Wait, this shot is gonna make me throw up. I'm sorry, right, right I'm fucking happy birthday, asshole. Thank you. Wish you many now. more, asshole. Salud. Oh. All right, thank you. Subscribe Antonio Govea TikTok (laughs) Alright peace out people Thank you
king of my area. Cause it's my hometown. This 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 my life. I grew up in Bolingbrook.